Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Showtime, a-holes. I wonder where a guy, an everyday Joe like myself, can find a little action. Go! Blackhawk fans around the world, you've endured 49 years of frustration. Lord Stanley's new address is Sweet Home Chicago. For the second time in four seasons, the Chicago Blackhawks have won the Stanley Cup. For the third time in six seasons, it's one goal achieved. The Chicago Blackhawks win the Stanley Cup. Hawks win! We kicked its ass. Ladies, 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 Jay and Southern Papa are in the his hills. Greetings, Blackhawk and Hostel Tribe. Today is Tuesday, 6 6, 2017, aka Slayer Day, or the Day of the Beast. Thanks for downloading and actually listening to the Blackhawks Blogosphere's most looked down upon deplorables for this Puck and Hostel Shoutcast episode number 83, the Vernon fucking Fiddler episode. Vern Fiddler. I, I knew you were going to pick that one. I had And, I and, rem- and remember, everybody, God hates us all. God, God does hate us all. God, just, just, just hearing that makes me want to go gut a catfish. <laughs> oh, great! Here we go. Balls as big as the building, doesn't he? <laughs> just using the name Sarah Darling. Jesus! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Welcome back, Norton. Did you miss us? <laughs> wow! Oh wow! Yeah. Can only go down from here. Yeah, for sure. All right. Anyway, we, we peaked thirty seconds in. <laughs> well. Story you, of your life, right? Yeah, I was going to say, story of your life, but you beat me to it. Uh, so anyway, <clears throat> welcome to our lonely and desolate little corner of the worldwide wine, where we have beneficially anointed the meatballs of the hockey podcasting world, thanks to our iTunes reviewers, and where we gather every couple of weeks, to, or every couple of months, to make Blackhawks podcast great again. We will make America great again. Thank you. Thank you very much. Did you miss the president? Did you miss Mr. President there, Patrick? Uh, or, no. Or did you get I, enough I of was, him? Um, well, I watch RT for my news, so it, it's all been pretty positive for me. Oh, God. <laughs> Woo! Ugh. 
Enlighten me. What is RT? And am I yeah. going to be embarrassed that I asked that question? <laughs> Russia Today. <laughs> very pro. It's very pro Putin for obvious reasons. Unlike this podcast, <laughs> it's pro Putin. <laughs> that, that was, was a pretty weak joke. <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on, man. The five-year-old that's sitting next. I'm to I'm a little rusty. I'm a little yeah, rusty. I can tell the month has taken its toll on yes, you. Yes, it has. Yes, it has. Month? It's been like a month and a half. Uh, well, anyway, so we are also the self-proclaimed favorite podcast of Jake Pro, Jake Mapboy in the Australian chapter. D- darling, da- motherfucker, stay in the fucking net. And Luisa in the Brazilian chapter, and Mr. Burns Churches, who is somewhere touring America, or North America. Wouter Pieter. Future Blackhawk backup goalie. Wouter Pieter. Oh, that's that's anti-Niemi. That's all they have left. <laughs> <clears throat> so anyway, I am Gatekeeper, your favorite vertically challenged, or not favorite, vertically challenged loudmouth goalie and the purveyor of this grand mess. I am joined here by the other three pucking clowns that complete the NWO Wolfpack of Blackhawks Panther. First of all, I have the founder of the McRib Diet, the man voted Blackhawks blogosphere's most eligible bachelor on a landslide according to TrumpSingles.com and plenty of fat, old crabby <laughs> shithead himself, Patrick Stankus. Black hole sun. Won't... Sorry, I heard Soundgarden has an opening for a singer now, so that's what I've been working on since while we were away. Wow. You had to Too go soon. Then, yeah. I had that joke hanging around for a little bit. Oh, he went for the he went for the jugular right there. <laughs> I'm back. And you're you're a fat fucking disgrace. Yeah, true. This is true. Yes. And hey, also, I'm all broken up. Yeah, you're all broken. Up. <laughs> <laughs> uh. And from the Great White North, where we now outsource to support the loonies and toonies, the man who collects cardboard pictures of marginally talented, young, former Blackhawk, Playgirl Canada cover boy, Brian, a.k.a. Atomic Froster. It feels so good to be back. <laughs> and maybe this season I will write one preseason recap. If I can be serious for a minute. One. Well, one in a row is good for you. 100% more contribution than last year. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you for your contributions. And our Generation Z member helping us cover three generations of Blackhawks bellyaching, future Kansas Jayhawk, fellow portly basement-dwelling blocker named Patrick. Watch your language, folks, because, yes, he is still underage, Mr. Patrick Norton. Uh, hey, uh, my roommate wants to know if he can write some recaps for you guys next year. <laughs> you like that? You like that? Any retort, Patrick? He's on mute. I was eating. <laughs> or or that. I'm so hungry I could eat at Arby's. <laughs> Close Chick-fil-A, Chick- whatever. Uh, well. <clears throat> you forgot recent high school dropout. I mean, graduate. It's all the same nowadays, right? Not yeah. They'll give diplomas out to anybody. Yeah. So August nineteenth, I move into Kansas, or I move to Kansas, and August twenty first, I, I complete my uh, first day, which will automatically be more days than Patrick ever did. So. 
Uh, college? Uh, fuck you, I went twice. <laughs> Two days in a row. <laughs> oh, I tried college twice before I realized I don't belong here. <laughs> Dynamite drop in money. That broadcast school has really paid off. You got to get the Lou Brown. We won a game yesterday. Sound clip for Brian when he writes more than one recap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you may run like Hayes, but you hit like shit. I've watched that movie every week for the last three weeks. That's a wonderful. That's a great movie, man. The second one is just as good. I'm, I'm coming to the conclusion now. It's cl- I don't know. just for the one-liners from Bob Uecker. Well, Bob Uecker's a yeah. He's a national treasure. But I don't think the second one's as bad as people say. I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's good as the first, but I don't think it's bad. But anyway, all right. This is you. You've you've entered movie talk with the Puckenhasa crew. Ironic. I bring us off the uh, tracks, and they were just talking about a train derailment on the South Shore line. <laughs> well, Shit writes itself. It was in honor of uh, episode eighty-three. So. Anyway, uh, we are back. You guys probably have heard we got a brand new intro. <laughs> Actually, you guys haven't because I'm going to edit it in at the end, but all the listeners have heard the new intro, so I hope everyone likes it. Let us know. So none of us because we don't listen either. You guys have heard it. I played it for you guys. You <laughs> son of a You're already scared them away. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Nope. Nobody's listening anyway. <clears throat> this is true. At least they're not from Canada. so um yeah we got the new intro um we're putting out beacon for recappers we had actually some surprise um mr norton kind of alluded to some of this but we had some surprise volunteers which is good so you may see some uh surprise people providing some recaps throughout the season to i I got money on one of them not making it to next season Might not, be six feet under by the time next season rolls around. I was going to say, not living or just not making it past, like, one recap? Not living. <laughs> oh, wonderful. You should see the size of him. He's huge. <laughs> so if we go six feet under, does Gate go four feet under? <laughs> Do you have any idea how disrespectful that is? Speaking of six feet under. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Excellent. When have you ever seen Norton manhandle like that? So anyway, I'm back. Uh, Pat's back from his catfishing expedition. Um, I'm back from Cancun. I spent I spent seven days in Cancun, which is beautiful. I got to watch. Uh, I think what game seven of uh, the conference finals, sitting on a beach in Cancun, which was wonderful. Uh, I watched it from a cave, <laughs> like you like you do like everything you do from a cave. Crack that beer open. I was just going to say, yeah. I missed the sound of the beer cracking open from Canada. <laughs> and uh, the the uh, picture that I posted of the uh, the luchador mask, uh, that was not a joke. You, that is your birthday present. Whenever I oh. see you, you will get one. That, that is terrific. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. So. Thank you. All the girls on Plenty of Fat will definitely uh, enjoy that. Uh, yeah, they'll enjoy it so they don't have to see his face. <laughs> exactly. And, and he's the and he's the future Kansas Jayhawk, everybody. <laughs> and speaking and, of that joke, of... didn't get past him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
<clears throat> Speaking of plenty of fat, Patrick I'm, turned I'm 31 really this slow. week. Now that, I, now that I think about it, I, I'm going to hang up and go to bed. <laughs> we all know you're really slow. We saw the video of you running the bases on yourself. <clears throat> this is fake news put out by the media. It's not every day you see somebody have to run the first after a drop third strike in a softball game. <laughs> we have losers. We have losers. So anyway, like I was saying, speaking of plenty of fat, Patrick turned 31 during our hiatus. That so, is right, everybody. Yeah, so you are now officially... Uh, I don't look a day closer to dead. Over the hill. You are officially over the hill now. You know what, though? That means I only have 21 years till I could outlive Chris Cornell. <laughs> Not good. Actually, I'm just going for 34 so I could say outlive Jesus. True. Allegedly. Where does that number come from? Oh, that alleged book that God wrote. I don't know. God hates us all. Speaking of God. She said he's a pussy. (laughs) 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 Hey, it is the day the day of the beast, six six. Slayer Day, so Does that mean Kathy is gonna make an appearance? It's not three. (laughs) It's close enough though. It's close enough. Um, uh, how about, uh, Pat, what did you do during our little hiatus? Obviously, I went fishing. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> what kind of fishing was that? Was that something like, uh... Give me that daffodil fish! Give me that fish! <laughs> yeah, I stuck my bobber into the water and got sucked under. <laughs> oh, Jesus. But You wake up in the morning, you say, I put on my big boy pants! Look, I'm wearing a belt! I got big boy pants on. No, well, I mean we also you know, got a new hire at work. That's exciting. Been hanging out with Mark McNeil. <laughs> wow. Wow. Ouch. Oof, Someone's brutal. been hanging around with Derek too. <laughs> I can smell him all the way from Illinois. You big goof. Uh. <laughs> So, uh, other than that, I don't really think I did anything. Yeah, he basically... Hang, did you leave your basement more than twice? You certainly didn't I, write anything, that's for sure. Oh, it's true. It's oh. damn true. <laughs> that's because you're doing such a great job. No, thanks. <laughs> you're not a very good leader. You don't lead by example. Look at all the filthy language in those reports. <clears throat> yes, lots of them. Instead of r- great writing, we get pictures of gate. In plastic shoes. <laughs> They're not plaid. They're not completely With the plastic. whitest legs you've ever seen. <laughs> They're not Too bad it wasn't plastic. a real crocodile eating them. We wouldn't have you were literally them. haunting my Instagram with your whiteness. <laughs> oh. Hey, I got a little bit of a tan. I got a little... I'm, I'm peeling here. Even a frozen want... turkey's what, uh, darker than that. <laughs> what a pansy. See, Major League Two. <laughs> Don't worry, nobody's so, if your skin's anyway. peeling, how bad is the top of your head? Uh, my head? I, I wore a hat out in the sun, so I don't want I, I don't want to, have to deal with that shit. You wore Nothing the fatso Libra hat. Yeah, yeah. I had the big old fishing hat. Look like an old man out there. Cat fishing oh. hat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So how about uh, you, Mr. Norton? What did you do for uh, 
<laughs> or hiatus I, besides graduate from high school. <laughs> I How do you like me now? My classes was almost successful. Uh, and then I graduated still because they don't really care in high school. <laughs> if you guys remember me, this is a little inside inside information. Uh, you guys remember that uh, I would always send you guys pictures of me in my AP environmental science class? Yes. Yeah. Un- unfortunately. That, <laughs> yeah, that didn't end exactly the way that I wanted it to, but who cares? Kansas will be very proud of you. Dickweed! Yeah, that, just, just for trying that, they gave me $80,000 in scholarships. Jesus. I'm kidding, they didn't, but that'd be nice. Um, and then... Uh, You're the Baron Trump of this podcast. I am. <laughs> A piece of advice, my greasy friend. Uh, I didn't go to my prom, but I thought that was kind of expected. Uh, and just a, just about that. That pretty much sums it up. Exciting. How about you, Mr. Uh, Froster? Anything interesting Ooh. other than work? Not a whole lot. <laughs> made uh <laughs> so fucking excited just when you thought it couldn't get worse for me those canadians they're too exciting got mrs uh slurpee pregnant hey look at that <laughs> i guess that's about it we're gonna have a, we're gonna have another puck and hostel uh the fourth Dreadful. generation of puck and hostel coming yeah. november 2017 Sets him perfectly up to write some recaps in December. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it can't be any worse than the ones we're putting up. What else is there to do at 3 o'clock in the morning? (laughs) This is true. I've been through that twice. I can think of a few things. (laughs) Don't ask Norton, because we don't want to go there. (laughs) (laughs) You you don't. No, we don't. So anyway, all right. And that segment was brought to you by Kleenex. <laughs> please, hashtag, please sponsor us. Uh, so anyway, well, we did have a lot of stuff in Blackhawks land actually happen. Because uh, it has been like, what, was since the last week in uh, April. So we're about eight, six weeks out. Something like that. But it was a peaceful six weeks, I gotta say. Uh, I think we all needed to wind down a little bit, so. But we're back. We are fucking back, so, and uh, I did mention the uh, the new intro, and um, I thought I you know I thought I had it all figured out, and then I found I actually found another song that actually really describes how we feel about some of the shit talkers and bullshit guys that that want to argue about stuff. So I I. I couldn't make it a full intro with this song, but this song perfectly describes how we feel towards these people. Thank you very much. Well, there goes any chance of my 12-year-old nephew listening to this podcast. I'm pretty sure they played that at my parents' wedding. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. That could, very well could be. Very well could be. Yeah, so that's... Uh, yeah. Taking back the C word. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There. 
Brian Brian wanted he, he told us privately that he wants to take back the C word. So there we go. This is, this is our first <laughs> first uh, you know step in the right direction for that. So I I do have to say uh, the uh, the hold music that I have on our on our uh, soundboard that I play with. Uh, when I was sitting at the wedding in Cancun and I'm sitting there and we're waiting for the bride and the groom to come out. And all of a sudden I hear, uh, let's see. No, no, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, Jesus Christ, I can't get away from it. Were they trolling the bride and groom, or do you think I they just know. didn't know what it was because they're Mexican? I I don't know. I, it was a li- it was a little Mexican guy sitting there on a stool playing this on his guitar. <laughs> That's too good. And, and I look over at uh, Jody, and I'm like, I'm like, do you realize this is the hold music that I use on the podcast? <laughs> She's like, no. I'm like, I can't get away from this. So that was a fun fun little thing. Other than that, uh, I think I, I actually I think I did see some Blackhawks fans there in Cancun. Other than the guys, I should have given you. Uh, if I had known that you were actually going to come out to that softball game, I would have given you my Blackhawks poncho. <laughs> Wonderful, <laughs> just what I needed because it was raining. So or it's not bit. that type of poncho, you dimwit. <laughs> I know. All right. Do you? Yes, I do. <clears throat> um. I guess we should probably get into some hockey stuff, huh? Since we're probably going to be here for another three and a half hours. Have we even started the podcast? <laughs> yes, we have. Yes, we have. So, um, well, let's let's get into some general NHL news that Pat kindly uh, compiled for me while I was gone. So here we go. Get ready, folks, for the next little while. We're going to show you what I call rock'em, sock'em hockey. Okay, you ready? Let's go. All right, time out, you fat fuck. Take that back. Who did some writing now? <laughs> yes, you did a little bit. You you wrote uh, probably ten bullet points in six weeks. So congratulations to you, sir. Uh, what is more work than Derek ever did for a thousand? <laughs> Woo! <laughs> this is true. Daily double. Yeah, this is true, as Mr. Trump would say. It was a little truth to some of them, I'll be honest. Hashtag bring the Daily Double back, McDonald's. Don't be That would rude. be such an oddly specific answer. What is 10 bullet points over the last six weeks? <laughs> ah, yes, correct. <laughs> That's There's more a Chicago... like a final Jeopardy answer right there. Yeah. There's a Chicago joke in there. I'm not going to go there. <laughs> Great, wonderful. <clears throat> better not involve that. Canadian beauty Alex Trebek. <laughs> I gotta um, take I a picture. Beauty, <laughs> beauty. I gotta take a picture because he's on that show Double Dare that they're replaying now, and it's probably thirty-five years old. You'll love it. Very Am I the thing. only one who records Jeopardy? Uh, yes. Oh damn it! True. All right. He's well, like George. He only knows the answers when he stops having sex. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Uh, I don't know who George is, but okay. Oh my god. It's uh, Patrick's uh, alter ego. <laughs> oh, okay. That was, <laughs> I, that's something that I didn't really need to learn about today. Perhaps I can better serve the world this way. You mean not subjecting women to your sexual advances. <laughs> exactly. See? Exactly. 
Both men Jewish. with no okay. jobs and no money who live with their parents <laughs> don't approach strange women. Oh, I, I have a... watch Curb Your Enthusiasm. That's what I did over the last month. Oh, boy. Well, that, that is exciting. Riveting. Moving along. <laughs> Moving <laughs> along. Oh, I, and I do want to thank uh, all the listeners because even though we went on a six-week hiatus, our last podcast was almost did almost double the traffic that any of the previous ones have. So thanks to everyone for listening and downloading. We really appreciate it. Hopefully we can keep this momentum going during the summer instead of dropping off, but we'll see. Depends on what the black. I'll make it a, I'll make it a true daily double on porn bots. Alex. I was going to say is porn bot or porn bots able to download. Yeah. I don't, I don't think porn bots are downloading the podcast. Okay. But coming to the website, that's another story altogether. Lots of porn bots. Uh, apparently, according to my Twitter feed, porn bots really like when I mention Jay Zawoski for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. Oh, yeah. But in uh, yeah, several of the tweets in the past that I have mentioned Jay Zawoski, the porn bots seem to really love him and retweet them. So, thank you, porn bots. That's why you need a specific work computer and home computer. Oh, I have several computers, sir. For several different things. Woo! All right. So, uh, let's see. We've gone through two rounds. Three rounds, actually. Since we recorded last, pretty much. Um, the Pens and Nashville are in the cup. Uh, right now, it's tied 2-2. Pens went up 2-0. Nashville came back. Tied it. Uh, at this point in time, I can't root for either one of those teams i go through pits and valleys or you know peaks and valleys uh not pits and valleys but peaks and valleys um where sometimes i like a team one of them for one reason or another but um i can't stand either one of their fan bases and uh nashville's nashville's team is okay but their organ you know the organization and their inferiority complex and their fucking hillbilly fans uh, I can't stand them. And the pens just like, you know, you know, <clears throat> just like that, uh, the, uh, the whole thing about, uh, PK Subban the other day chirping in, uh, Sidney Crosby's ear because they won the game and uh, the outrage from pens fans because their, their golden boy got chirped. It was just ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, I can't. I mean, if someone chirps Jonathan Taze after the Blackhawks get their ass kicked, like, what are you going to say? <laughs> you know? Well, but, Taze will probably tell you all that hot air that came out of your mouth just to contribute to climate change. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I set you up for that one. Uh, but, but I hope I hope somebody's watching Channel 7 News right now. Because you're literally going to get hypnotized by Cheryl Scott. Oh, no. I'm changing the channel right I'm now. I'm not watching, and I don't have I don't get iPad. that channel. Send me a picture. I do not want to get uh, sidetracked, so we get sidetracked she's, enough. She's sending secret messages to Patrick Sharp. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I pull on my left ear, it means... I miss you. Oh, dear God. <laughs> All right. This has been Channel 7 Weather Talk with 
You fucking asked the crew. Norton's playing Beetlejuice, ring- Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. <laughs> Norton's playing ring toss with his car keys over there. <laughs> Wonderful. I'm about to bring in a sponsorship from Kleenex is what I'm about to do. Ugh. Oh, Jesus. All right. and Damn it, Norton. You're about to be a man. <laughs> about to be. You gotta cut that shit out. Snake no, is still as a man, so... I don't know. What are you guys thinking about the stand? Have you guys been watching the cup or what? No. How about you, Pat? Um, Pat. I'll be honest. This is the most uninterested I've been in the playoffs in a long time. I think it's because there's a lot of unlikable players left. Well, there's there's two unlikable fan bases and, you know, two teams that outside of their own fan base everyone dislikes. So. Do you remember the movie The Waterboy? Yes. Do you remember the fans that sit in the stands and watch like the practice, the yeah. two guys? Yeah. That's what I picture all of Nashville's fan base. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they're I mean, I I I I respect the you know them coming out and you know filling the stadium and partying outside. I respect all that because they're pretty much a small market team and uh, <clears throat> they're, they're being successful when most small market teams aren't. So I, you know, outside of like uh, Columbus, there aren't a whole lot of small market teams that are really succeeding, you know, with their fan bases and stuff like that. So I, I respect that part of it, but the fans themselves are a bunch of fucking idiots. They are getting to be worse than the Blues fans, and God help us if they actually win the cup. Yeah, we're never going to hear the end of it. But it's like you know, listen, you still got a long way to go. <laughs> One in a row is nothing year. to be uh, tooting your own horn about. So just relax, just fucking relax. But then again, and I don't want to see Pittsburgh win back to back because I don't want to hear that horse shit either. So. Either way, I'm I'm not I'm not excited about either one of these teams, and I'm not really rooting for either one of them. So I'm hoping for a Yak service air, uh, <clears throat> flight problem. Um, moving on a little bit. Uh, this was a while back. I know I put this on there, but I guess the gutless worms at ESPN let uh, Pierre LeBron, Joey McDonald, Scott Burnside's, and a host of others uh, go. Uh, Craig Custance also leaves. Um, I think they only have, like, I think Bouchergrass has left, but his contract is up this summer. I And outside of that, I think they're just using, like, AP writers and, and, and stuff. I thought really? Bucciagrass signed an extension. Oh, did he? If if you did, yeah. I didn't see it, but I kept seeing his, his contract's tr- up in July. Yeah, that's what I I kept seeing that on his Twitter feed. It said it was his. He was under contract till July, but I didn't see anything otherwise. So, yeah, they let a shit ton of people go. Just about everyone, basically. And they kept a bunch of morons. <clears throat> well, the whole thing about them was that they <clears throat> they're keeping people who can do more than one sport. Yeah, Pierre LeBron, Pierre LeBron and Craig Custins were really good, but they could only do hockey. Uh, they keep around like Adam Schefter, who for some reason knows how to do basketball stuff and 
Like, I, I understand that because what they're trying to do is go more digital, but at the same time, if, like, they, they kind of they made strike. their own bed. <laughs> Sorry. They, they kind of made their own bed in that situation and, and got screwed over by their own wrongdoings. Well, that actually, that's not true because they let uh, a couple of their motor sports people go who also did college football, <clears throat> among other things. Well, they let like a hundred people go, didn't they, or more? Yeah, it's yeah. just them trying to cater to the minority audience that just bitches and moans about everything, you know, and then cashes in by writing a book about it. How devastated they are! I want them to bring Rush Limbaugh back to Monday Night Football. Oh Jesus! Imagine how electric that would be. Speaking of plenty of fat. (laughs) (laughs) That's hashtag entertainment there. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we get Bill O'Reilly on, too, to talk about the NFL while we're at it. (laughs) Lord knows he ain't doing anything nowadays. Dennis Miller, bring him back, right? I actually enjoyed that. (laughs) I, uh... I thought that that was ridiculous, but <clears throat> you're ridiculous. <laughs> well, this is true. Did you see the shirt I'm wearing? <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> uh, let's see. It's got me uh, head over stumps. <laughs> God, <laughs> unreal. Um. Vegas Golden Knights announced the Chicago Wolves will be their AHL affiliate. Uh, the Blues will be the only NHL team without an AHL affiliate, which leave it up to the Blues to be the only team to not <laughs> to not. No, the Blues and one. the Knights are uh, together. Yeah, they're setting my brother up to fail as a Blues coach. Well, he yeah, he is related to you, right? You like that? Are they the only uh, team with a joint AHL squad left? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, is, well, I, the rumor was the Blues were going to uh, purchase. I, I think it was, I don't know if they were going to purchase the Wolves and move it to move them to Kansas City, but the rumor is they want to have their AHL team in Kansas City or somewhere in Missouri. You don't have too many choices other than... Uh... Oh, my God, you did not go there. Woo! <laughs> 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 oh, They're God. right in before the fucking uh, championships. <laughs> One and all else didn't go there. The Chicago Wolves. <laughs> <laughs> what? All right. Wow. Moving on. Woo, that uh, went up in flames. Speaking of the AHL, they announced uh, division realignment. Uh, Good. Lord. Which, yeah, I think you have an opinion on that, Pat. Oh, no. It's time <laughs> for the weather, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, back to hockey. AHL, division yeah. realignment. Woo. Baseball, baseball, baseball. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so distracting. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're, we're going to have to make sure we don't record during. On. Yeah, we're going to have to make sure we don't record during the Channel Seven News uh, weather report. Oh yes, I will just quickly comment on the AHL division yes. realignment. It made no sense saving Charlotte in the West playing in the Central Division. None, whatsoever. 
So. Oh, you mean kind of like Detroit being in the Central and crying about it? Hey, they belong in the East, too. But for a league that travels by bus, come on. It's stupid. You know it and I know it. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, you, you got to straighten it out, and, and they're they're doing their best. I mean, it's hard when you're talking about minor league teams, so. Bad mm-hmm. adjective to use right now. <laughs> minor league? <laughs> 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 uh, <God. laughs> Come on, everybody loves a good sexual joke every now and then. <laughs> no, 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 they don't. Um, anyway, Tampa Bay awarded the 2018 NHL All-Star Game or the 3v3 tournament, as Pat likes to call it, which is just more horse shit. I actually, I'd go to Tampa to, just to hang out. I wouldn't even go to the game. It's a cool area you to hang out. You would do that. Huh? You would do that, wouldn't you? Hell yeah. Tampa's wonderful. I love Tampa. <clears throat> Playing the outdoor hockey league? No. Pro whatever. <laughs> that was in California, close. The Pro whatever. Beach. Well, yeah, <coughs> Pro Beach. Yeah. I had never heard of that until I forget who brought that up on Twitter. But Mr. That was Joe, Mr. Funny. J. Mac boy. I, we, we I bring it up all the time on Twitter. Thank you very much. Yeah, he does. Yeah, I don't follow you on Twitter. Yeah, well, Mr. J. Mac boy brought it up in our questions, so. Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy! Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy! That's for Mr. We should probably use this time to thank him for the swag he sent us from Australia. Yes, that I haven't gotten. <laughs> <laughs> That's a true story there, Mr. Australia. I still haven't seen Kate. Yeah. It's well, only been three weeks. <laughs> you know, in thanking him, I, I pulled a bunch of sound clips that, he, that I'm sure he will enjoy. You fucking asshole, cunt. <laughs> Fuck off! Oh. I'm the fucking part- pissed off! That's the best all. part is, is I got home from work and one of my roommates said, why do you have a package from Calgary in the, to you coming to you? I'm like, I don't even know. I thought it was a bomb at first. We were hoping. Yeah. I do live th- three blocks away from the Unabomber's old house, so. Yeah. And I live less than five miles from uh, Drew Peterson's house, so. That guy's a riot, man. Three blocks and five miles is a bit of a difference. Just going to let you know. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Magellan. <laughs> Dynamite <laughs> dropping. <laughs> Dynamite dropping, money. Wow. Ooh, man. You're learning? Math isn't really too much of science, so. I'm learning. <laughs> All right. I don't even know how to respond to that one. <laughs> well, anyway. You're a fucking lying fuck. You're a lying fucking heap of shit. <laughs> we got a whole page on the soundboard for Mr. Uh, Mr. F- did you, Mr. Uh, did you pull a Foster's commercial for no, him? No, I didn't do that, but I did this. That's a lovely accent you have. New Jersey? Austria. Austria! Good day, mate. <laughs> Let's put another shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> what is that from? Oh, oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> You're joking. Please tell me you're joking. I don't know if that's wrong. <laughs> wow. Still haven't gotten an answer. 
I think it sums you up perfect. <laughs> I, it, it, does that make you feel old? <laughs> Holy! Was shit. it Dumb and Dumber? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God damn it, Norton! A, a Canadian got it correct. <laughs> you dumb son of a bitch! It's the national movie of Canada, so. What do you got against it? It's not a death sentence to watch it. Oh, God. It is if you're Jim Carrey's girlfriend. Oh. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> Took me a minute to get there, but I, I'm back. Wow. That was the sound wow. of me covering my mouth on that one. It's not wow. often that I got. I have to do that. Wow. <laughs> you wake up in the morning, so I put on my big boy pants. <laughs> put his big boy pants on or took him off one or the other oh jj all right Woo. Hug it, hug it. Oh, my God. wow <gasps> all right speaking of that <laughs> sweden wins the world championships <laughs> baseball, baseball baseball yeah hendrick lundquist uh suffered a mcl sprain during the tournament so one in a tournament that no one in north america really cares about yeah, congratulations to Sweden and your gold helmets. Woo! That means Marcus Kruger won a gold medal. Yes, he did. He scored a goal, too, didn't he? Yeah, the game-winning goal. Woo! It's crazy. The only goal in that game. Somebody uh, inform Mr. Hedger. <laughs> I was going to say, that's his last goal before being dealt to the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, more on that later. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I got a beef with the Blackhawks Twitter account. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. <clears throat> we will take that up a, shortly. Speaking of plenty of fat, there's J.B. Pritzker. I think we're going to say, speaking of plenty of fat, Steve Ott retires. <laughs> Woo! Yar! To join the St. Louis Blues <laughs> coaching staff along with Barrett Jackman. Talk about a re- couple of real fucking winners. Wow. Speaking of goblins. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Yeah, really. <laughs> I hope the catfish fries good down there. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Do rats eat catfish, or is it the other way around? Might be a little bit of both. I heard... You know, that one would have went too far. <laughs> you? Come on, now. <laughs> Actually, hey, I wasn't the one who dropped a Ferguson joke, so... <laughs> Almost as bad as a Rockford graduation party. <laughs> Woo! <clears throat> <laughs> so, uh, in player news... Uh, Talk about... Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead. Come on, bring it up. <laughs> Come on. You chicken I'm eating. Shit. You chicken shit. You always are. What else is new? <laughs> Pretty much, basically. I have never seen a human being eat in such a disgusting fashion. Uh, just so you know, I managed to at least mute the mic, unlike Derek. So <laughs> I have a little class. <laughs> um, Not <scary>. good. <laughs> Maybe I should put that on the old uh, Plenty of Fish uh, profile. Eh? Very fake. <laughs> Oh, God. Well. Looks like a nice little guy, actually. <laughs> that's what our, that's what a hashtag, uh, our president. That's our president. <laughs> yeah, that's our president has to say about you. 
You know, when I first joined this podcast, I thought I'd have pretty big shoes to fill when Derek left, but it turned out that uh, flip-flops are actually pretty easy, too. (laughs) And the hatred and venom coming from his mouth. Yeah, I didn't wear flip-flops. I was wearing uh, another kind of footwear when I was... You were wearing Crocs, and... It was terrible. Just Why don't get you over just, it. No, they're not. Why don't you just cr- dangle not, your ball sack from your rearview mirror? Seriously, they're not. Cro- they're not the traditional Crocs. They're actually they were water shoes for in the pool. Yeah. Thank you. Very they're much. Even, even worse. They're even gayer than regular Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey! Let's let's not alienate our gay uh, our gay fans. Oh, I'm sorry. You're a I'd, ra- I'd rather walk Ferguson with a Blue Lives Matter T-shirt than <laughs> oh. be wearing water shoes. They're even stupider than water shoes. I okay? have kids. I need the, this kind of stuff around. Well, maybe if you didn't have planter warts, you wouldn't have to wear water oh, shoes. God. <laughs> Whoa. I got to puke. All right. Anyway, back to player news and planter warts. <laughs> Ilya Kovalchuk. Planter wart, player warts. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of planter warts. <laughs> yeah. uh, Ilya Kovalchuk can't make up his mind whether he wants to come back to the NHL or not. Uh hang up his reportedly his wish to play in the Olympics. I say, uh, and I said it a couple times, I wish the NHL had the balls enough to tell Ilya Kovachuk to go fuck himself because... No, just tell him he can come back. He's just got to take a yak service flight. <laughs> oh, God. I... Do you want to risk it? <laughs> I, I, I say tell him to go fuck himself. He's been nothing but a fucking flake for, you know, like the last five fucking years. <laughs> It's called a flake. Yeah. <laughs> Leaves this team high and dry and then goes over there to, to you know, rake in the Slay just, bums. Just a, yeah, slay bums, rake in the cash in the, the fucking Russian AHL. And now now he wants to come back and everyone's just going to welcome him with an open door. I'm like, fuck off. Like, I, they should blackball his ass. I don't care. No one needs he's so impressive. He was slaying Cam Barker out there. Yeah. No and one Michael needs to really chuck that bad. Fuck him. I, I don't like the guy. By you, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and, and you Hashtag think I didn't like Radulov? Hashtag Kempney stuff sucks. Hey, 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 hey. Woo! Hey. You mean... Uh, Was it like one of the goalies in the KHL recently too, like John Graham? Like, I, I'm not impressed if you could light up John Graham in the KHL. But you know, you know who, who actually did very well over in the KHL. Martin Gerber. No. Rockford's very own Jeff Glove of Glass. Yeah. yeah. Could have fooled me. Oh, damn. He he did very well in the KHL, actually. So did Michael Kepney, allegedly. Actually, Blackhawks backup goalie Jeff Glove of Glass. Or at least current backup goalie for what we have going on right now. Uh, well, that said, I don't want to hang out too long on general league news because really the only league news that's going on is the Stanley Cups or the Stanley Cup final. So, um, what do you guys think? How do you think this is going to shake out since it'll be over with the next time we record? Hello? What? (laughs) How is the Stanley Cup going to shake out? Oh, I thought you were talking about the draft. Um, nice of you to join us. Yeah, I don't care. Uh, <clears throat> I, I think, silence showed you my interest. This is going to sound like one of those uh, those real good ESPN answers right now. But if the Preds win game five, they're going to win the series. But 
they need to win game five. Hashtag <laughs> analysis there. <laughs> well, like they can't lose game five. They can't lose game five and game six and expect to win this. <laughs> That's a little Trent Dilfer there for you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> thank you speaking very of pe- much. Speaking of people out of a job at ESPN. He's not the best color man yeah. in the league for nothing. I'll folks. give you a straight All prediction. All right, we're set to go. Yeah. What's your, what's your prediction? Pittsburgh two straight. You think? You also said Chicago yeah. four, so. No, I didn't. That was terrible. Uh, I think you did. Play the tape. Well, I'm the one. I'm the one who said that uh, sweeps rarely happen. So uh, clearly, I'm no expert. I don't know. I I think Nashville can pull it out if they win. If they can win one game on that one game on the road, I think. Uh, it's kind of funny because all the cousins in Nashville can't pull out. So. <laughs> oh God. Have you seen Don't the fans? Worry, nobody's listening anyway. Did Did you guys see the the the? Uh, I guess I don't know. She was from Philly. That was there for her bachelorette party, and uh, she was, you know, they gave her the. She paid to use the sledgehammer on the car out in front. And uh, some CEO of some company was ripping on her, saying that uh, something about her thunder thighs or something like that. <laughs> Yeah, look at what? There was so what? He's in shit because they saw no, it in the he, video. Yeah, or apparently, something? doesn't seem to care, but because he was completely ripping on this girl. And if you look at like if you could find the Twitter thread where people are just coming back at him, like call him like because he looks like he's he looks like he's like seventy years old. So do you? Well, that's besides the point. But uh, and all these people are coming back and ripping on him because she's not fat or anything. I I don't. Like, I didn't see anything wrong with her, but for some reason, this guy took issue with this girl because she was uh, a Philly fan and she was in Nashville for the weekend or something for her bachelorette party. I don't know. It was all ridiculous, but <clears throat> apparently this guy's Twitter account it just says he's the CEO of something. What that is, I don't know, but. <clears throat> Farmersonly.com. <laughs> yeah, well. Oh, shut the fuck up. Yeah. He wasn't ripping on her. He was making an application for plenty of fat, like Patrick. Yeah, it's one of those drop-down selections that you can choose on that site, or so I'm told. Yeah, I'm giving myself a timeout for my comment about Crocs. So carry on. <laughs> oh well, wonderful. All right. Well, that said, that's enough of the league news. Um, I I actually I think that Nashville can pull it out. I really do. They can win if they could just hang in there, win one game in, in uh, Pittsburgh. I think with I think they'd be locked to win it back at home, which would be insanity because they that city would probably burn itself to the ground, or at least drink itself too soon, to death. Too soon. Drink itself to death, one or the other. I don't think I could tolerate a summer of the Stanley Cup and country music. I have to agree with you there. <clears throat> uh, I can't. I can't handle country music. At least not the. Not the uh, modern stuff that, that, shit they call country music. Some Hank Williams Jr. I'd be all right with, but no one cares about him anymore. Who? Willie Nelson. Who? Yeah, exactly. 
I'm just glad I got Ozzy's Boneyard back to listen to on Sirius XM now. Oh, I let my subscription lapse. I don't even listen to it anymore. Oh. I wasn't going to pay you like 200 bucks a year for that. Fuck it. It's worth it. Spotify is the shit. Yeah, I just listen to Spotify and uh, my iPod in podcasts. So. What is like Spotify? I get a free Canadian subscription thing? to Spotify Premium and it's awesome. Well, I have, actually have Spotify... Uh, and I have uh, Apple Music too, so. Why well, aren't you fucking special? <laughs> yeah. Special. Like you in school, special. That was my nickname in high school, special. <laughs> Judging by special the picture ed. on your Skype uh, profile, we can we can understand why. Oof! They Woo! even nicknamed they even nicknamed my classes after me. <laughs> Oh, yeah? Oh, you're in the special math class. (laughs) We've got a new blogger to the website. His name is Ed, Special Ed. (laughs) 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 Oh, God. Thank you very much, Mr. Stafford. What the hell was that? <laughs> I don't know what's going on over there. I honestly don't. Anyway, all His right. His dad's tickling him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. All right. Well, anyway. Like a bear ripping apart a salmon. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm the Blackhawks news. So here we go. There you go. (laughs) Are you all right? Have you gathered yourself? I'm fine. I'm talking Mr. Norton. He's going to fall apart over there. No, he probably yeah, is. I'm good. I don't He's care. He's hanging on by an iceberg. Oh, God. <clears throat> I don't get that, but okay. You are a disgusting fat body. <clears throat> All right, Blackhawk stuff. Today was Nicholas Jamerson's <clears throat> 30th birthday. So, happy birthday to him. It's all downhill from here. wonder if we hit any Swedish meatballs at Ikea. <laughs> I'll fucking stand uh, um, let's see. Where should we go from here? Obviously, the big trade. <laughs> yeah, the big trade. Yeah, the the biggest. That's the news. first thing. That, that's not the first time big and darling has been used. Quality <laughs> oh. <laughs> fucking time, sweetheart. Um, let's see. The Blackhawks traded the free agent negotiating rights of Scott Darling to the Carolina Hurricanes for a third round pick. Thus ending Wait, they the, did? Thus ending the Corey Crawford trade threat. Darling then turned around and signed a four-year, $4.15 million deal in Carolina. So he is gone for good. good. For him. I'm just glad that Sarah is a part of that trade, too. <laughs> I believe, again, I had this. Play the tape. <laughs> Maybe if you write this stuff down. <laughs> Maybe you should write something. You're fucking asshole, cunt. 
<laughs> yeah. So, well, okay. The Blackhawks weren't going to be able to sign Darling because he was he was looking to make money. He was going to looking to make you know whatever he's going to make four four million a year. The Blackhawks couldn't pay that. Cur- you know they keep, they can't currently pay what the roster is making now. So they certainly weren't going to be able to sign Darling for anything. So they. You think? Do you think Darling's earned his Talbot money yet? Oh God. <laughs> Well, I believe I called this saying that he hasn't made money before and he needs to make money. That's perfectly all right. I I could see the I I could see the flip flip side of it where you know he would want to. Everybody's thinking he's going to take a hometown discount. I could see where he would do that, so he can live in his mom's basement or sorry, roommate's (laughs) basement. Well, you know, it it is and play yourself, play back up to Corey Crawford, top five goalie. Well, if they were gonna if they were gonna keep. Uh, darling, they weren't going to keep Crawford. They weren't going to keep both. Crawford was never going anywhere. Seriously, though. He I mean, was never going anywhere. You, you kind of thought that maybe it could happen, and nope. when, when you started to actually hear like rumblings about it, it was like, ah, it would it would make sense, but it just oh, it just never really made total sense. If, well, if you really it, think about it. the rumblings are that. You know, they were intending on shopping Corey Crawford, but his list, his limited uh, no trade, has him submitting a list. And if he didn't submit a list that had teams on there that they wanted to trade to, he's kind of playing hardball. So they can't really move him then. They have no choice. Well, it's very easy to put a list together of 10 teams that have a starting goalie that they're not going to Exactly. <clears throat> exactly. So if he really didn't want to go and he really wanted to stay, he could play hardball. Uh, well, why would he want to go? Oh, I know. I, I'm not saying he would want to go. <laughs> I'm not saying he would. Um, I'm just saying that, you know, if, if the Blackhawks said, you know, hey, we don't want to pay anymore, or who knows? Who knows what happens? I mean, if you know a team doesn't want you anymore, you might not want to stay. I mean, that's that's been the rationale all along with people saying, oh, well, why would uh, – Brent Seabrook want to waive his no trade that sure on one side of the coin. Yeah. He may, he may not want to uh, waive his no trade, but you know, if you know, your team doesn't desire, you know, you in the lineup or whatever, you know that they want to get rid of you. Then why stay anyway? So there's, well, Chicago is a pretty easy place to stay and underperform considering you've got two guys on your roster that make $11 million. And it's pretty hard to live up to that kind of expectation. Yeah, but you know where are the Blackhawks going to go from here? They're not move. They're not. They're not improving. They're not going to improve no matter what they do this year. They're probably going to take a step back based on what. Really? Yeah, they're going to trade someone, and it's not necessarily going to be Brent Seabrook. It's Marcus Kruger. Well, that's not going to. That's not going to get them over the hump, though. They're going to have to unload. Well, somebody net. who could put a puck in the net might be useful. They might, you never know. They could be unloading someone who could put the puck in the net. Uh, you know, they they resign Panic, but that doesn't mean they can't trade him. I mean, not you know, I'm not saying they're going to, but they could trade him, um, or they could trade someone significantly. I mean, there's, still there's cheap points. There's rumors coming around that we're not going to believe what's going to happen. You know, it's going to be, you know, of the. Brandon Sod type of uh, 
you know, <clears throat> effect on the team. You know, Brandon Saad leaving. So there's a lot but of the things only reason we signed Panarin to that decent contract was so that it's tradable contract. I don't know. I don't know that. Um, but it is trade. I mean, he's tradable no matter what. I mean, he's a top 10 scorer. He's still young. He's making, you know, he's making 6 million, but, um, you know, in a league where people are making 10 million, that's not so bad for a guy who's going to give you 70 points or whatever. I think you'd see someone like Anisimov go before him though. Maybe, but that opens up a big hole too. I mean, who you, who you put in that? They finally got a second line center. I mean, yeah, but we, we've done it before without it. Yeah, but this is a team four years ago that was yeah. a lot younger. And you've got Taves, yeah. who's not been performing up to you know his usual standards. Because um, it's pretty warm outside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, this we're we're we've gotten we've gotten hung up in team you know in a team in the state the team was at four years ago we did it with Johnny Oduya. We did it with Brian Campbell, which is longer than that. But I mean, any of these, these people are getting older. They're not getting. Yeah. But what if getting swept four games and out of the playoffs is the best thing that ever happened for the seed? They were knocked out in the first round last year too. Yeah. Four straight though. Now. Well, I mean, it's a couple extra days of rest. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I mean, they're going to have to shed someone. And no matter who they shed, I mean, even if they shed Brent Seabrook, and and I got you know, I, I was getting into a whole thing about this online with uh, um, Satchel from Second City. I'm like, you can dog on Brent Seabrook all you want, and how he's declined, and how his contract sucks, and this and that. But if you get rid of Brent Seabrook, there's no one to replace him. And you're not going to get a player back that's going to be able to take the minutes that he plays with Jomerson or, or with Keith. Like, who are you going to replace him with? Uh, Trevor Van Riemsdyk, if he doesn't get picked in the in the draft, who are you going to? Uh, Vili Polka? There's no one in their system well, that can step in yeah. and, and take his minutes. Michael Kentney but can't what, even step what's in. What's taking his minutes? Going out there and and getting turned on like. How many times last year did he have to turn around and try and catch up to the puck, and he just wasn't there? He didn't there. play that bad. He mm. didn't have a bad season overall. He didn't have a bad season compared to other defensemen in the league, but if you hold him up to the standards that you know he should have been held up to, then yes, he did have a bad season. His number will, you know, I, I think uh, Jekyll said this the other day. He's like, two, seven, and four should be numbers that go up in the rafters at the United Center and seven for Seabrook and not Chelios. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. For when Seabrook was at, in his prime, there, there's no denying that he has declined pretty heavily in the past couple of years. He still could be a number. He's not going to never going to be a number one on the Blackhawks, but he could be a number two, three somewhere else. Harmful, yeah. harmful, harmful. <clears throat> I mean, he's still a pretty decent player. He may only be that for two more years or a year, but there's nothing, there's no one out there on this Blackhawks team. I mean, Michael Kempney couldn't even see the ice. Trevor Van Riemsdyk got walked all game long, all the time. Uh, who else do we have? Who, do, who else do they have? They don't have Brian Campbell because he's gone. 
And not that he was going to, you know, step in and be able to take those minutes, but he's not. Um, there's no one in Rockford that was going to be able to step in and take any of those minutes. You're not going to be able to trade for a, a, you know, a defenseman that can play top line, you know, one, two, or like two, three minutes that's going to be able to step in. That's going to be any better than what Seabrook was. No one's going to give you a defenseman. Unless you give up an asset. I don't know you have what to this give, whole like, idea of better than Seabrook was, though. Like what? Seabrook was not that bad. He ate up a lot of minutes. Yeah. And when Keith was out, he didn't play that bad. There were times when, I, when, when Keith, you know, Keith started the season, you know, with the, uh, you know, being hurt. And he's probably hurt for probably a good portion of the season, even though that, you know, he did play. Um, Jomerson and Seabrook had to pick up those minutes. It wasn't. Michael fucking Kempney, it wasn't Michael Roosevelt, it wasn't Trevor Van Riemsdyk that was really doing it, and it was really picking up these minutes. We should trade Patrick Sharp and Stephen Johns for Trevor Daly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I understand he is declined. He's not what he's not the he's not the you know Brent Seabrook he was in 2013 or maybe even 2015, but you get rid of him and your defense has got a huge hole. You've got, you're losing players with probably ran reams. Like unless they, well, unless they trade keeping him around just in, in my, in my point, keeping him around is just delaying the inevitable. Sure. The window is still open for the Hawks, I guess for another year or two, but really, really look at it. Honestly, the window might be open, but that doesn't mean that they're going to take advantage of it. Oh, I, I know that. And and, and, and and don't mistake this with me saying that they can't trade Brent Seabrook. You very well could trade Brent Seabrook, and I'm not necessarily against it. I'm just saying, don't expect, you're, you're, you're going to leave a huge hole there of a player that eats up a lot of minutes and doesn't get completely fucking turnstiled all yeah. the time. But but I think if, you're not going to have anyone to, to fill that spot. You're not going to be the point of trading Brent Seabrook. Then they've accepted that they're going to have a giant hole in their defense. Oh, that's, that's what I'm saying. But there are a lot of people out there who don't understand that. They just think Brent Seabrook's going to go. Someone's going to, you know, someone's going to step right in there, and it's going to be like nothing ever happened. That's not going to be the case. This with as much as Brian Campbell got walked, and as much as you know. Uh, you know, Roosevelt didn't play, but you know, as much as Campbell got walked, as much as Kepney wasn't wasn't all that great. Uh, Campbell's gone. Kepney will be back, but Trevor Ram Reemsdai could be gone unless they trade Brent Seabrook uh, before the expansion draft and they protect Trevor Van Reemsdai if that's what happens. Uh, Van Reemsdai could be gone. I mean. You, Half of your defense you can, could be gone, completely gone from this team, and there's no one to to fill all these slots. You have, Keith, but you could always trade for somebody else to bring someone in, like ship a guy out who's who are you going to five million them? and bring in a two million dollar. I don't know somebody right now. I haven't looked at a list of there's no possible one, yeah, free but agents, but there's no free agents out there that you can bring in that are going to be able to take like that's going to be able to. Well, take no, not exactly team. take it, but can we really afford to lose something off the offense where, you know, it's been a problem and it's finally starting to get back together. I mean, look at the fourth line. That That's a friggin' hot mess. So taking somebody out of the two or three. I think that they're going to, they're going to look at it as 
and I'm not saying this is I'm not saying this is the way to look at it either, but I'm I think the way they're looking at it is that well, they've got Alex Debrinkat in the pipeline and you know uh Nick Schmaltz is gonna finally break through and Ryan Hart. That's why we have a Blackhawks fi- podcast. He's gonna finally don't. be consistent and you know, Vince Hinestroza is finally gonna start scoring goals again. And I don't know how many times have we seen that in the past and it I didn't know. work out. I, I think com- they're better trade I bait completely agree with to you. get something that's proven. I don't see even anything if it's only in any been of these proven players. for a little while. Yeah, I don't see anything in any of those players that tells me like, okay, you know, we all uh, we all know that it's been it's been floated out there that, you know, trade Artemi Panarin because he's the guy who can, you know, he's no. the guy who you can trade and you no. could probably get something back. That's been all don't floated out. Don't trade the proven thing. I, I kind of agree with that because like yesterday, James DeVoe said, here's my, here's my grand thing. You know, and he just came with this. He came up with this off the top of his head, like during the podcast. It's not like he really thought about it ahead of time, but he said, trade Panarin to the Knights for the sixth overall pick. Why? Well, it clears up salary for one, yeah. but I, and I'm not saying I agree with this. I'm just going by the rationale of what they're saying. It clears up $6 million in salary, which then leaves you room to be able to sign a couple of players. None of them are going to replace Artemi Panarin. You're not going to, you're not going to be able to sign a guy for under $6 million. That's going to give you 70 points a year. That's 26, 27 years old or, or younger. You're not gonna be able to do that. The sixth overall pick is not going to give you a return. No, maybe ever, maybe Indian is in their entire career might not give you 70 points. Six picks might as well be 30th pick in, in this particular draft. Yes. There's like a significant drop off. There's definitely a significant drop off after one and two. It's like just drops right off a cliff. So are you, what are you going to do? Are you going to, you're going to drive, are you going to, uh, you know, draft an offensive player? Maybe, but are you going to draft a deep, a defenseman who's going to take maybe a year or two to, to uh, maybe develop into something. It's such a crapshoot that I wouldn't, I'm not a betting man. Like you're not going to see me in a, in a casino. I'm not a betting man. I wouldn't bet on that. You know, just we keep know, the draft picks we got to try and pick up some year. goalies and hope we know maybe what one we have of them turns Panarin. out. We know what we have in Panarin. We know what we have. We have 70 points a year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you're not going to be able to get that and, anywhere in any sort of trade scenario. Yeah, we're, 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 we are definitely kind of looking a gift horse in the mouth here. With You know, we don't remember, you know, people don't seem to remember when we had problems, you know. You know, Chris Versteeg was, you know, something, and he, he's no Artemi Panarin for sure. Panarin's like, you know, he, he's an unusual circumstance here. And and now also because of the success they had with Panarin, now all of a sudden they think that Alex DeBrincat is going to come up from the juniors and be able to replace that all five foot six of them, which you know he may do well in the NHL, but I don't think you're gonna I don't think you're gonna see Panarin type uh, production out of him. I don't I don't give a fuck how many goals he scored slaying bums and juniors. Well, where do you get the idea that the Hawks think that he's going to convert? Because wasn't he at camp last year? Yeah, he was. And what did he get? I didn't did he get anything? Not really. He didn't impress me. I mean, you could see, you could tell that he was, he's more talented than anyone that was in the rookie camp. But he still didn't stand out. Alex Fortins, he stood out more than uh, DeBrinkett did. By a long shot. Like, Fortin, Fortin was, 
head head and shoulders above anything that any of those other yeah. players did. At five foot six, he right now he's playing against boys, and then he's going to go play against men, and it's a whole other world. I I completely agree with you, Brian. I am totally on board with this. I I'm like you stick with the proven thing. I'm like, but he's put only the fucking 12, brakes so on. I mean, put the brakes on. Brain <laughs> he'll be six nine and or five nine in about a year and a half. Oh, wonderful! Trading assets like Panarin and things like that right now are the wrong move. The only reason they... is having those kind of guys show up to the arena make the other goalie a little bit nervous when you drop the puck. Yeah, for sure. And now, now I, I don't even think this is a reality, but someone somewhere along the line, I don't probably weeks ago, brought up the idea of like it may have even been Jekyll that brought it up that um like trade you know what if you could trade Panarin for Colton Pareko, and then get rid of Brent Seabrook in another trade now. Okay. So, but how much money do you save on Pareko? Is there anything there? Uh, I don't know what Pareko makes, but he are you make trying a to lot. say that he's a better player, better player than who? Panarin. Uh, well, in different ways, they're probably, I mean, Pareko is younger. He plays defense and you know, which is a more valuable position. Um, he's, you know, he's one of the youngest, you know, youngest promising defensemen in the league. If I could get Perenko, I'd take him. He reminds me a lot of a young Brent Seabrook. Um, that would be the only way that I would go for that. And I'm not even saying that's a reality. I'm just going by what, you know, what the different suggestions that have been out there. I'm not, I don't even know. I don't think the blue, if the blues would trade Perenko for Pernarin, I think they're nuts. I'll put that out there. I don't think they they should do it. I don't think they would do it. But if they would, I think I would jump on that. That's one I would jump on because getting a a, a solid you know pro- a solid bro- proven defenseman that's got experience in the league that's shown to be like a fucking bulldozer that like they wanted Johns to be that they wanted Kepney to be that never he never was. Perenko is that player that he's shown to do that in in St. Louis. What were you saying? <laughs> Oh, just that if, if they did try to get Panarin somehow that and they had to spend anything that they could he could have had or they could have had him for nothing. Oh, yeah. Or so the story goes. Yeah. Well, uh, 29 NHL teams could have had him probably. Well, no, the whole time. Yeah, I know, uh, I know. I know what you're what saying. What Tarasenko was trying to tell him. Hey, you need to take a look. You need to take a look. And then they took a pass on him, right? Uh, I don't know. I don't know the exact details of it, but. Um... I do know that, uh, you know, because of Tarasenko's, you know, friendship with him, that it might have been a possibility. And then that was brought up as to why the St. Louis may be a good trade destination, although I would not want to see Panarin in our same division. No. I don't want to play Artemi Panarin, what is it, six times a year? Like, uh, I don't know. Uh, anyway, going back to Perenko really quickly. Uh, yeah, I mean, as far as money wise, he's cheap as hell because he's still young. He's still on his entry level. Um, you know, he's going to need to get paid in his RFA years, but you can still control that. So you could have a young cost. He's 24. You could have a young cost controlled defenseman. Now I'm not, like I said, I, I don't even think that that's possible, but if you could pull something like that off, I might pull the trigger on that because young defensemen like that don't come very often. 
And the Blackhawks certainly don't fucking draft him. So the only way you're going to get someone like that is by trade. Because contrary to what anyone says, the Blackhawks don't draft def- defensemen. That's all bullshit. And just because they've got a couple of forwards that have been able to step in the last couple of years since Bowman came around, I mean, in eight years they've got, like, you know, enough six forwards on, you know, that have actually, that they've actually drafted. But we went over that last time. I mean, basically all the guys that they got fell into their lap. So, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know that I'm for trading Panarin, like you said. Uh, I think uh, you're opening it. You are you're you are opening up a hole on, on forward if you do that with a young, talented guy. But that's the only that to to get something back, you're going to have to trade something to get something. If you just want a salary dump, if you can salary dump Brent Seabrook, sure, go ahead and do it. Um, there will be a hole, and and it may be painful, but. You know, you got to do what you got to do at this point. Something's going to have to move other than, you know, Marcus Kruger. Now, if we want to talk about Marcus Kruger, we could go into the rumor that supposedly, and I don't know who le- whoever leaked this out, but that um, supposedly there's some kind of handshake deal possibly going on with Vegas and the Blackhawks that, um, you know, like if they don't protect either TVR or Marcus Kruger, um, Basically, the Blackhawks would trade, uh, say, Marcus Kruger to uh, Vegas, and Vegas would take TVR in the expansion draft. And it would take, you know, TVR doesn't really give you a whole lot of salary uh, savings, but Kruger does with $3.1 million. Right, Pat? He's on mute. That's why I did that to him. I was listening. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't eating. So, or or say that um, you know the Blackhawks traded TVR to Vegas, with the assumption and the, you know the back backroom agreement that they would take Marcus Kruger in the expansion draft. So that was a report, but I don't think that I don't know why that surprises anyone, because those are two huge names that we've been hearing the entire year since we heard there was going to be an expansion draft. That you know those are two of the players that were possibly going to go. So. But then I'm hearing crazy stuff about, well, the Blackhawks should, you know, fuck up their their protection scheme, you know, uh, which is, well, we think that they're going to, you know, so many seven forward, was it seven forwards, three defensemen and a goalie uh, by just going with the eight players in one goalie kind of thing and uh, protecting TVR, which I'm kind of against because if you, I think if you protect TVR, you got to let, like, like let Ryan Hartman uh, be exposed um, that would be a mistake. I, I kind of like Ryan Hartman. I mean, yeah, he kind of disappeared in the playoffs, but I still like the guy. He had a pretty good oh. year. He's got some. He's got a little bit of that, uh, you know, that toughness that you can't, they need. You can't blame any of the kids for falling off. Well, the entire team. It's their fell first off. year. Yeah, the entire team fell off. For sure. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Panarin's fallen off both years in the playoffs. If you if you want to talk about people falling off, Panarin completely yeah. disappeared in both years in the playoffs, and I'm not ragging on him because I like the guy. He, you know, I think he's a great player, but 
and and that's and that's where people are also coming in saying like, oh well, Artemi Panarin, you could trade him because he's terrible in the playoffs. Like, well, well, let's not assume here. Let's 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 slow no, down. Can you bit. not just say for? But like you say, for everybody in the last two years, like what he has had points though. He's not pointless. Yeah, I don't. I I have to look up what his actual stats are, but I know they're not good. I'll look but it up. Uh, but. The bottom line is the team didn't play that well either. It's not completely in Artemi Panarin's fault. But be, the to the uneducated or the unwashed, um, you know, because Artemi Panarin has only been around for two years. These last two years, the Blackhawks have sucked in the first round of the playoffs. You know, they correlate the two, which I don't. Some people do, though. And Last uh, year, seven points. This year, one point. In the playoffs? Yeah. But, you know, again, you know, the Blackhawks completely shit the bed. The entire team shit the bed in the playoffs. Yeah. And they hit a hot goalie, too. I mean, Pecorino had, like, a 970 save percentage. That's unreal. Um, which I kind of brought that up to a Preds fan. I'm like, you know, if we saw this Pecorino, the Blackhawks probably could have won. And it could have been, you know, a, a four-game sweep the other way. And uh, he was, like, chirping at me after yesterday's game. I'm like, yeah, I mean, Pecorino's got an eight an 87% save percentage in the, the Stanley Cup final right now as opposed to a 97% against the Blackhawks. There's a big difference in that in the, in the two. So, but anyway. So, that's pretty much the, um, you know, the Brent Seabrook slash, you know, Artemi Panarin thing. I, all of it. I, I'm I'm on your side, Brian. I wasn't trying to like say I wasn't against, I was against it. Um, I'm with you. I it would scare me to trade Panarin because you're giving up yeah. 70 points, and where do you recover 70 points? And 70 points was enough to get you a good regular season record. It wasn't even a, a good enough to get you past the first round. And if you go backwards and you lose that, the seven points that he get you know that he had two years ago. You know, where are we going to regain that? Are we going to, is Nick Schmaltz going to step up and maybe I'm not really, maybe. I didn't, you know, is you can only expect like half of those young kids to even play on the team again next year. Like the return on that kind of stuff is very minimal. Well, I mean, I, I, are, am I going to expect pan, uh, panic to do what he did last year? No, I don't. Um, and the, in the type of league it is now, you have to trade for proven players or people who have done things before, and the actual p- people you move up from your own minors is minimal. Well, it depends. If you're the if they're the Pittsburgh Penguins, you can do that because the Pittsburgh Penguins obviously yeah. have have done pretty well with that. You know, a lot of their young players have been able to translate well into the NHL, which is why you know. But this is where I get in, where I want to argue with people about, like, they're well, the Blackhawks have always picked in late rounds. You know what? So have the Pittsburgh Penguins. And they seem to be doing okay with bringing players up or developing players. You know, at least forwards. Maybe not necessarily defensemen. they got a couple defensemen, but, um, you know, that Rust guy and, and Getzel and you could go on and on down the roster. Yeah, but we also guys. don't really watch their minor league trades and smaller trades as much as being on the other side, right? Most of those guys are drafted by their team. I mean, and they've yeah. they've gone through their system. That's kind of part of the reason why why they brought um the coach in that they brought because he had actually developed these players in the AHL and then they came with him up to the NHL. 
So he had that relationship with these players already. I mean, can we say the same about the Blackhawks? I don't know. Not really. I mean, we, we, we did have a crop of players that came up, but you know, like Henestrosa looked well at the beginning of the season, and then he kind of finally, they kind of lost favor. I think Quenville kind of went sour on him because, uh, you know, he's not necessarily a Quenville type of player, which then which then raises the concern with Alex Debrinkat because Debrinkat and Henestrosa are kind of the same type of player. You know, Debrinkat's just, you know, more um, more polished finisher than Henestros ever was, but you know you, you always have to throw the Joel Quenville factor into this stuff because he can he can make some players better, but he can definitely make players worse. And uh Yeah. Well uh, like you said earlier, to bring cat being the smaller guy like I said about a few guys, they get tossed around a bit. They they look fast early in the season, then they got tossed around a little bit, and suddenly their game kind of gets pulled back a bit too because they know they don't want to get that rough and tumble smash game. Sure, yeah, that very well could be. I mean, they were all they were so rookies. Debrinkat could look hot again and then fall off. Or yeah, or or Debrinkat comes out of uh, you know comes out of juniors and doesn't even make the team. That like that's a very real possibility that he ends up in in Rockford to start the season. It's there's no uh, guarantee that where where are you going to put Alex Debrink at? You going to put him on the fourth line? No. You're not going to put a five oh, foot no, six guy on the fourth line. There. What's that? He he might get a couple of those early games in the beginning of the season just for a little feeler. Yeah, but I I honestly think he's going to end up playing. He's going to end up getting the Tevu Teravainen treatment, which is spending a majority of the season, uh, you know, slaying bums in the AHL so that they can. For sure. Yeah. So that, you know, they could boost his confidence a little bit. Not that he has a lack of confidence, but moving, moving up, you know, a level, a considerable level, um, you know, you kind of get your feet under, you get used to it, you know, learn, learn where where you're at because you can not many players can move right from junior to like NHL and be able to be successful or junior to AHL and be successful. So if well, he can't we'll get any too. taller, right? Kid? Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't know anything about that. Just <laughs> to get some lifts. Yeah. I could use that. So, um, I don't know. I mean, there's, we don't even know what this team's going to look like, you know, come training camp right now. Or who's going to be traded? Uh, there could be some big moves at the at the draft or before the draft or for the expansion draft. There's a you know definitely rumblings of things, which is scary because this is they said you know last year we all thought that uh, you know it could be the highest turnover or the biggest change that we've seen you know in this like Bowman era, Bowman Cup era, other than 2010. Um, this this year could be strikingly similar if you know if they're able to like unload let's say Seabrook or and TVR ends up going you know over half your defense is gone but you still got Michael Roosevelt so yeah uh well uh I we did mention panic panic 
he signed a two-year deal worth $2.8 million each. Um, you know, it's if he can keep up somewhat the production that he had playing in the role that he's been playing, uh, he's one of those guys that's got a little bit of a, you know, physical edge to him. Kind of more of the, you know, more of the Andrew Shaw than not. Um, you know, great, wonderful. Uh, I thought you know, it was a little. I thought the money was a little bit much. You know, going by, he, considering he like took basically took a pay cut to stay. And, uh, but what are you gonna do? He he had a career year, so you're gonna have to pay him. Um, Blackhawks also signed 22 year old, six two, hundred ninety two pound forward, um, David, Mein Kampf. Playing, uh, he played in the Czech League. Um, basically, what by all you know, uh, stats and research that I've done, he kind of looks like a younger version of like, uh, oh god, the name escapes me. The center they signed that played in Rockford all last year basically he was a Swedish center. I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe he makes the team. I don't know. I don't know enough. I'm hoping I see him in uh, prospect camp to see what he's about. He's got some height. And he's got some decent size. I guess 192 is decent size for a hockey player, apparently. So we'll see what we see from David Kampf. Um, also, speaking of Rockford, they they named 32-year-old Jeremy Culleton as their head coach. Basically, it's almost like he just fell out of the AHL into coaching because he's still pretty young. But I, I don't know. Maybe they want a young voice to in the room with all these young players that are going to be down there. I don't. I don't know what to think about that. So hashtag Quinville's replacement. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know about all that. Oh, if all Samuelson gets a gig. What about Kevin Deneen? Uh, Kevin Deneen's a good coach. So is Ulf Samuelson. Yeah, well, if they... That's the other rumor that uh, it has been... Uh, that's called a segue. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. You're going to make me thank you, aren't you? But no, I didn't want to gloss yeah. over the fact that we had a nice Twitter exchange with the Rockford Icehogs account about hair when <laughs> yes, they hired did. Jeremy Colleton. Yeah, yes, we did. <laughs> wrong person to ask. Yeah, wrong I am no, re- no reference on hair, so... I haven't had hair in like fucking going since I've known you <laughs> almost 20 years. Uh, so anyway, um, yeah, there are reports that the Blackhawks have been trying to get Ulf Samuelson, who is the coach of the Charlotte checkers, I believe in the yes. AHL. Um, they've seen, he's been seen in O'Hare airport. So you got to assume that he was, you know, here in Chicago interviewing with the Blackhawks. Uh, anything's better than Mike Kitchen. I didn't like Mike Kitchen. I never did. I thought he was protected by Quenville for way too long and not producing. Uh, many times he was in charge of special teams that were not successful. So, uh, whatever. <laughs> Any change is a good change when it comes to getting rid of Kitchen. So, 
Um, Disagree. Boo. Shut your mouth. Um, speaking of birthdays with Patrick and Nicholas Jamerson, uh, your favorite player, Marcus Kruger's birthday was uh, while we were on hiatus, and you were you were a little bit uh, perturbed about that. We share a birthday, goddammit. Yes, I know. I was letting you explain that to the listeners. What listeners? <laughs> well, the ones that are left now that we're uh, a minute or an hours. hour 30 in. But apparently, oh, the, did you want me to talk? Yeah, you had a problem with the, the, Marcus Kruger's well, treatment. Well, no, just the writing is absolutely on the wall. The Blackhawks Twitter account goes and wishes a happy birthday at every May birthday, even the UFA Brian Campbell, who was god awful this past year. And Marcus Kruger's birthday comes and crickets. So draw your own conclusions, people. Yeah, well. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the Blackhawks intern who's in charge of the Twitter page isn't smart enough to know. Ooh, maybe they're going to be trading him soon, or maybe they're going to let him go in the draft. I think he's just stupid and just forgot to wish him a happy birthday. Speaking of Twitter accounts, did you see the guy who used to run the Columbus Blue Jackets account? I He, res- he I... resigned and finally admitted who he was. Oh, my God. Derek. You you lose, boy. <laughs> you got roasted by a nerd. <laughs> you got you got roasted by somebody who wishes they were selling brake pads. <laughs> I knew you'd get that. <laughs> uh, I did see it. I didn't like. Inv- yeah. I didn't completely investigate him, but I did see. Well, I just saw he it outed himself by uh, yeah the CBJ artillery. Well, I, I do want to. Do find the intern that uh, that runs the Rockford IceHogs page pretty good. Every <laughs> once in a while, he'll come back at me about something, and it's it's pretty good. They do a pretty good job. Some some teams do a horseshit job at it, but uh, Rockford does a pretty good job. The Kings do a pretty decent job. The Kings is really good. Yeah, but they actually have like a team. They like work with one of the blogs and one of the guys from one of the blogs. The Royal Half is one of the best team yeah. blogs out there. Yeah. And also speaking of the uh, the uh, Los Angeles Kings, I, I do want to I want to give a shout out to uh, the bassist of In Flames. His name is Bryce Paul. Um, he's actually the new bassist because their their other basement or bassist uh, decided he was going to quit last year. Did he pull a Mike Star? No, he did not. <laughs> uh, but Bryce Paul, who, who actually uh, had his own band. But uh, In Flames hired him to be their touring bassist. I met him when In Flames played a couple weeks ago here. And he's a big uh, Los Angeles Kings fan, like big time. He tweets about hockey all the time. So if you look up his uh, Twitter account, I think it's just Bryce, at Bryce, B-R-Y-C-E, Paul. Um, I actually had a conversation with him at the, at the concert and stuff. And it was nice to see, you know, I know the In Flames guys are actually uh, Blackhawks fans. And they know Nicholas Jomerson, but it was nice to see because uh, Bryce is actually from L.A. So he actually said something about uh, I, I someone showed it to me. I think uh, my fiance showed it to me where he had uh, tweeted something when the, when the Nashville beat the Blackhawks about uh, 
how he was glad that Nashville finally that Nashville beat the Blackhawks, so the Blackhawks were out of the playoffs. So I gave him a little shit about that, but whatever. But shout out to Bryce Paul; he's a very nice guy. So, and a good follow on Twitter. He's been posting a lot of pictures up from their summer uh, summer festivals. So. Uh, wrapping up the actual Blackhawks news, uh, there's a couple of names that have been thrown out there that the Blackhawks are looking at possibly signing, and good for them because really the only the main success they've had at, at acquiring players, uh, lo- at least low-cost players, has been in the free agent market. So uh, I haven't heard anything recently. This was probably five weeks ago where I heard about uh, Swedish defenseman Kelly Rosen. He's six six foot 180. So he's a smallish defenseman, 23 years old. Uh, apparently they were talking in talks with him. Uh, there's been ongoing talks. Jay, uh, our boy John Jekyll reported this originally, and then Scott Powers followed it up, and then everyone else jumped on the bandwagon. Jan, or Jan Ruta, R-U-T-T-A. Um, he's a 6'3", 200-pound, 26-year-old Czech defenseman. Um, I guess there are a couple of teams that are in the uh, mix for him. Including Edmonton, but the Blackhawks. What? Roda Ruda, Roda yeah, Ruda, Ruda guy. Uh, Blackhawks are trying to get him, but there's been. Uh, it's been quiet lately. I don't know if people that was are... a failed joke. So never mind. Along with a lot of your other jokes, sir. You know what? <laughs> Eat shit. <laughs> um, and then also, um, junior defenseman and former teammate of uh, Alex Abrinkat. Defenseman, six foot two hundred pound defenseman Darren Radish is also supposedly a uh, target of the Blackhawks. So I don't know. I don't know much about any of these players. Ruda is supposed to be, you know, at least from what I saw, is supposed to be pretty highly regarded uh, uh, prospect. But who knows? So was Michael Kepney, right? So I swung and missed on that one, like. Kinda oh, like, don't worry, Gabe. We all swing in this. Kind of like Norton, right? Woo! <laughs> no, Sometimes stupid. you just swing the line and <laughs> swing the line into the water, and you, get, you catch catfish. <laughs> You're about to say you get cancer. Like, wow. Oh, Jesus! Wow. <laughs> oh wow. wow! Ouch! No, you get the cancer from eating the catfish because they have mercury in it. That's all. <laughs> So that's really, um, I, I guess that's all as far as Blackhawks stuff goes, huh? I think we covered it yeah. all. Yeah, we did. Robin Press signed an AHL deal with the Rockford Icehogs for next season. Oh, good. I'm going to sleep well. Yeah, that's not a big deal. I mean, a decent Swedish depth defenseman, but I don't know that you're going to necessarily, you know, hear much from him in, you know, as far as the Blackhawks go. Who knows, though? You never know. Um. We got, uh, I guess we can kind of go into questions now. I want to go off, um, I want to start with the, actually the last one uh, first, which is from at Jagoff85 on Twitter. Um, Basically, he said, who do you want to see in a Hawks uniform next fall? Um, What number two goalies are available? Am I the only one who wouldn't mind seeing Chelsea Dagger eliminated? I hate Chelsea Dagger. So fucking pitch it i'm fine with it um but i wanted the reason i read this question is because i kind of looked up uh goalies that are out there on the market and uh 
you know, outside of trading for a, a you know a backup goalie, which is always a possibility, but uh, I don't know necessarily that it'll happen. Um, the list is not all that impressive. Uh, as far as UFAs go, I mean, Chad Johnson from Calgary, he's 30 years old, so he may take, you know, it, it, he's pretty cost-effective, and he only made a million seven last year. Um, one that I found interesting, and uh, I don't know that the Blackhawks or, or this player would actually want to, uh, you know, work together again, but uh, Letty Scraps, Anders Nielsen, is a free agent and uh, you know, he only made a million dollars last year and he was played in, in Buffalo. I mean, he's a big goalie. They like big goalies who, you know, for a million dollars or whatever, or less, would you want to take a flyer on him again? I no. I mean, you got Jeff glass right now. Who else you got? Well, um, when Niemi gets bought out in Dallas, God. he's getting traded, <laughs> not bought out. He's getting bought out. He's going to get traded. He's going to end up in uh, Vegas. Well, I think it'll be like Eddie Lack, Chad Johnson, like or Johnson, like you said. Those are going to be your options. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugh, no, we're not getting. Yeah. I know so little about hockey that when you said Chad Johnson, I thought of the wide receiver. <laughs> Ocho Cinco. Yeah. That's Can we Ocho get Cinco. Jason LaBarbera to come out of retirement? Chad Ocho Cinco. Chad, we we might be able to. <laughs> um, Is Kari Ramo on a team? Uh, yes, he signed over in the KHL. So, no, he's not on a team. He's on a team. He's under contract. Not, not for long. <laughs> um, but then after, after like, those players, I mean, talk about a drop-off. I mean, you got Ryan Miller and Jonathan Bernier, but they're not going to come here to be a backup. I mean, not for a million dollars. Ryan Miller's not going to come here for a million dollars. He's... You watch. Chance to win the Stanley Cup at 37, you watch. The chance is not as good as it was two years ago. So, um, Brian Elliott's a free agent. Uh, Andre Pavlik's a free agent. Uh, Steve Mason's a free agent. Uh, But those guys are all, you know, they all are going to bring more of a salary, and I don't think the Blackhawks are going to want to pay any more than a million dollars or a million and a half for a backup. Can we get Fred Brathwaite? Sure. You can get Darren Payne too while you're at it. But well, there's a there's a lot of questions though. The goalie thing is is always something you got to wait till the draft because something goofy always tends to happen around the draft with goalies. Yeah. So it, it's right now. It's I think it's too early to tell what's gonna gonna happen. With speaking goalie. of the draft, don't expect even if the Blackhawks were to draft a goalie in the first round. Don't expect a goalie to be ready, you know, this year or even maybe next year. If oh, you, it's three or three or four yeah, years. Goalies don't come out of the draft and, and go into the NHL. It rarely ever happens. I mean, look how long it took Crawford to to get there. Yeah, well, I mean, Brasso and uh, Mark Andre Fleury uh, are the only two that really come to mind that really kind of went right into the NHL. But you're not going to get that kind of quality goalie. You're not right now. I mean. Uh, there's there's some other names like you know that they grab my attention on the list like Malcolm Subban who's only 23 but he's an RFA. Um, all the young guys are RFAs like Oscar Dansk he was a pretty decent prospect at one point in time. Uh, there's another oh Matt O'Connor who just uh, signed last year with uh, Ottawa he's a RFA actually Matt O'Connor oddly enough was in Blackhawks. Uh, uh, prospect camp a couple of years back. 
What do you think about the Hamburglar coming here? No. Well, I don't, you know. He was in prospect camp here, too, at one point in time. I know. I just wanted you to tell that story. Yeah. Um, I mean, Curtis McElhaney. Uh, That's Yon- not a bad option. Jonas Enroth. Uh, Keith Kincaid is not a bad idea. Um, Michael Layton, free agent, 36-year-old Michael Layton. Uh, Jeff Berube, who wasn't, uh, you know, who's a decent prospect in L.A. And then he got shipped off to, uh, he went on waivers or something and ended up with the Islanders. Um, Islanders. Counter Hellebuck, but he's going to get, he's an RFA, so he's going to get, he's going to get re-signed, I'm sure. There's no way they're talking about this DiPietro prospect. Um, What about Rick DiPietro? (laughs) Sign him? Yeah, sure. You mean uh, NHL analyst Rick DiPietro? Yeah, I heard him on the score, and I'm like, wow, you're just as bad of an analyst as you were a goalie. <laughs> oh, God. Did you see some of the outfits that he wears? Oh, God. He thinks he's young Don Cherry. <laughs> uh, Peter Budai just, is actually someone. Just remember that uh, Mike Milbury chose him over Roberto Luongo. Yeah. Uh, Peter Budai is actually an UFA. And he's 34 years old, so that's not a bad. He'd probably be. I mean, he's gonna get, get a raise from what he uh, made last year, but you know, that's not a bad idea. Uh, that's actually a really good idea. Uh, you know, and then everyone. I mean, like you see names on the list, but it's kind of a misconception because there are RFAs. Like Mike Condon, he's not a bad. I mean, he he's got some backup experience. Uh, Merrick uh, Mazanik, is it? He's an RFA, though. Yeah. Garrett Sparks, who was uh, from Elmhurst. and But he, oh, he was only 23, but he's an RFA. And he's, uh, like, basically, if the Leafs want to keep him, he's, he's basically, they got him by the balls. He's uh, eligible for arbitration, and he's an RFA. So, but basically, unless the Blackhawks traded for his rights, um, they'd have to offer sheet him and you're not going to offer sheet him for anything like above like a million and Toronto could easily match that. So I don't see that happening. Uh, but really as far as names go, that's, a, that's all you got. Mike McKenna. If anyone knows who he is, I mean, he's, you know, in the, he's in the Calder cup right now, but I mean, he's a, he's a veteran journeyman goalie. There's not a lot out there. There really isn't. You know, slim pickings. We've been kind of spoiled, you know, late, you know, pretty recently with, you know, Ray Emery was a pretty good backup when he was here. And, you know, Scott Darling has turned out to be a pretty decent backup when he was here. And, uh, you know, Ranta was a decent backup when he was here. We've been pretty spoiled with Patrick Laleem was a good backup when he was here. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't bad. He 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 was was here. Yeah, I know you guys make fun of him all the time, but I didn't know that he was in Chicago. Yeah, no, even that one year that they just barely missed the playoffs, um, or maybe it was the year before that, but they were within a, uh, they were you know within an earshot of potentially being a playoff team, and Leem carried them for a while while uh, Hobby Bullen was hurt. Yeah, he was actually Huey. really good for as bad as that team was. It was so. before Huey. Oh, doesn't yeah, that no, make you want to? Joking that Huey was serviceable. 
Doesn't that make you want to fucking throw up that he way won a Stanley Cup as a backup goalie? Yeah. Yes, it does. Fucking Frenchie. So, yeah, that I mean, those are the names that off the list that really grab my attention. But not, I mean, you know, it's a crapshoot, really. Who knows, you know, who's interested in coming here to be a backup? I don't know. I mean, based on last year's performance, Budai isn't a bad, bad idea. Chad Johnson isn't a bad idea if you can get him cheaply. Uh, Even uh, Mac's not a bad idea either out of Toronto. McElhaney? Yeah. I mean, he is the definition of a backup. <laughs> he really yeah, is. but that's all you need. I mean, somebody yeah. will hold down the fort for 20 games. Yeah, well, the, you know, depending on what happens with Crawford and whether he gets hurt again. Oh, well, that's you just the bearer of bad news tonight. <laughs> well, he's gotten hurt the past two years, so. Well, just keep him out of concerts and he'll be fine. Yeah. Just, you know, hopefully he's not at the Tool concert on Thursday where he slips and falls down the stairs at the what? Allstate Arena. Speaking of Tool, I will be there. Will you be there? Yeah. Uh, you never know. Speaking of Tool, Gabe. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yes. <laughs> no, I was just calling you a Tool. Yeah, okay. It's pretty easy for jokes to fly over your head, huh? Yeah. Oh, shut the oh. fuck up. <laughs> I missed that sound clip. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Um, so, Carmen, thanks for uh, thanks for that question. Um, back to the beginning. Chicken and Waffles, Vince, who uh, regularly submits questions, he says, great to hear the podcast back. Thank you. Hope the gang enjoyed their break. We did. I think we did. Uh, mm, some more than others. <laughs> question. If you have to redo any move that Bowman has done in his era, what would it be? I would toss Bickle after 13 and hope they would keep Letty with that money. Obviously, Stankus would have kept Philip Deneau. No, I'm being sarcastic, right? Yeah. Um, oh, fuck I, yourself. I agree with the Bickle thing. I was okay with him being gone after that. Um, that that's, that's set forth a lot of problems, so that's a really good one. Um, you know, there's a lot of deals that, you know, have been under the radar. People have sort of forgotten them, like Andrew Brunette, uh, Fernando Pisani. Fernando Pisani. Yeah. I was just going to say the same Like, thing. there are a lot of those deals that just didn't do anything. But, you know, they didn't hurt the Blackhawks, so they're kind of, you know, kind of water under the bridge. Chris Campoli. I liked Chris Campoli. I really did. You know who else well, like stupid? So you know who else liked Chris Campoli? Who? Alexander Burroughs. Yep. <laughs> Couldn't have put I mean, that he made in a one spot. mistake, and that defined his fucking career. Unfortunately, he wasn't that bad before that. Unfortunately, yeah, one though. mistake defined Steve Monador's career, and that didn't even happen on the ice. Oh. oh. <laughs> I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Oh. Oof. Wow. <laughs> you got me groaning on that one. <laughs> I know. Norton, geez, you, you, your balls have really dropped. Mm. Wow. Um, who else? I mean, yeah, that that Bickle one was, that was a killer. That hurt for a while. Basically, you know, you lost Teravinen because of it, whether they were going to use him or not, who knows, but... Yeah, you had to trade, uh, you know, Sharp away. Ugh. That Bickle one really hurt. 
And I know that, you know, no one knew he was going to have MS. But uh, that just stunk of a contract that was going to hurt after, you know, he had a Jake Getzel playoff. And then everyone thought he was, you know, Cam fucking Neely or something. So. Villy Leno. <laughs> Villy Leno or. There's plenty of them. There was. Uh, Name's escaping me now because I'm tired, but there were a handful of Sean Bergenheim was one of them. That was oh, like... th- did you bring that up? Yeah, the other day. Yeah, yes, I, I forgot about Bergenheim. Sean Bergenheim, and then f- even further back was like John Drews and Fernando Pisani was actually one of them too. Yeah, had these you know these incredible playoffs and then get signed. You know, of course it's in their UFA year or whatever. And then that you know, Oilers run, man, in 06. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, yeah, you would have liked to keep Letty, but you know, I don't know. What are you going to do? I'd like to have kept Brandon sad, but that's just my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. You would have liked to have been able to keep that, but, uh, because uh, I think that the, uh, the bigger hole is that first line left wing than second line center now. Yeah, it's kind of shifted. Because you were, at least that were able to plug and play guys at second line center. They, they ain't found shit for the first line left yeah, wing. Yeah, I mean, Brad Richards. Yeah. Michael fucking Hansus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember that time when we won a Stanley Cup with Michael Hansus? <laughs> oh, those are the days. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You guys see the video? I don't know why. I just and then resigned. Did you guys? Dave fucking Bowen at yeah. center, second line center. Too. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys see the video of uh, uh, Ronick in Nashville taking swings at that smash car? He's like, because they beat cause the Penguins beat me in the '92 Cup. And I'm like, dude, get over it, man. Okay. According to the NHL, it's the the number two uh, greatest all, team of all time. Are we really shocked that the Oilers were number one? No, I'm not. Uh, which one? The 2016? <laughs> no. no. Playoffs? No. All right. So thank you, Vince, for the, your question. I hope that I hope we answered it sufficiently. Um. I'm gonna leave this question. I'm gonna leave this question to you guys because I didn't even think about it. Um, Pro Beach hockey teams had awesome jerseys and dog shit names. What would you call your Pro Beach hockey team? Mine would be the Chicago Storm, and we wear maroon jerseys. <laughs> oh God! I said that I, I I replied. Someone brought up Pro Beach hockey the other day, and I said I I I will forever hate Pro Beach hockey because it put such a stink on inline uh, roller hockey because that is you know what is it two decades later over two decades later people when they think of roller hockey and don't know any better they think of that Pro Beach hockey which just couldn't be further from the truth. As an 11 and 12 year old, I thoroughly enjoyed those two summers when uh, Pro Beach hockey was a. Oh, it was so cool. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I... the three point line, oh. <laughs> the ramp behind the net. 
no, fucking no, awesome. No, 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 no. It was awesome. The web warriors, the gargoyles. Of course, my favorite was the salsa. Wasn't it Vegas? The Vegas salsa, was it? No. Huh? Was it Vegas? That... But, but No, it's just the regular salsa. Oh, okay. But actually, the best team name I could come up with a pro beach hockey name. Yeah. I put a lot of thought and time and effort into this, Mr. Australia, would be the Sydney Bears. (laughs) 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 Nice, nice. Well, you know. I'm driving up the fucking road. You pull straight out in fucking front of me. And then you fucking give me the B, you fuckwit. (laughs) Get fucked. Listen, cocksucker. (laughs) There you go. Now we're We'll be donning those threads for Mr. MacBoy when I finally give you. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the salsa, the dog pack, the heavy metal—that would be my team right there. The gargoyles, the web warriors, and the express with an X, of course. <laughs> I was just to say it was the express. Yeah, and dog was D A W G, and pack <laughs> was P A C. Yeah, yeah. The salsa logo was the best. <laughs> See, that's because back then they had uh, RHI, which was Roller Hockey International. That was the actual, you know, the, the pro roller hockey league that they had. That actually had some NHL players in it. The the, uh, the Chicago team, the Cheetahs, had Al Secord on them uh, in their inaugural season. Plus they had, they had a couple of, uh, of other, uh, like, former NHL players and stuff like that. But they did uh, boast some some decent players um I'm trying to think i forgot what the other guy's name was that was on that team that was in the nhl but it only it only it only lasted for a couple of seasons but oh yeah here we go nhl alumni that played in the rhi roller hockey international which only i think only went for a couple of seasons uh yeah it went 93 to 99 which was uh Peter Scudra, Manny oh. Legacy, Tyler Moss, Brian Trottier, Francis Bouillon, Dave Tiger Williams, Nick Fatiu, Daniel Berthwaim, LC Cord, Steve Popst, Steve Popst, <laughs> Skypoint. <laughs> Manny Legacy? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Walt, Walt Podubny. Love that name. Harry York, Sasha Lakovich. Ooh, ooh, that's the guy that died this summer. Um,. Frank Caprice. Sasha Lakovich is the guy who played uh, the captain of the Russian team in uh, uh, Miracle. Uh, Mike Kennedy, Glenn Metropolit, uh, Darren Langdon, Darren Banks. I don't know any of these guys. Radic Hammer. What a name. Paul Skidmore. He has to be a goalie. Yeah. I remember Peter Skudra big time in, in the his pads looked like sofa pads. Yeah. They were freaking huge. I used to have a pair of those pads. They were white, but I had a pair of those. Well, that's what happens when you buy an adult size. <laughs> uh, no, they were secondhand, thank you. So Vancouver <coughs> Norton Norton's getting yelled at by his mom. <laughs> his what were you saying? Brian? Van- Vancouver had a team here called the Vancouver Voodoos. Yeah, I, re- I remember their jerseys were crazy. Yeah, they were like purple and black and yeah. like the Kings. I knew a couple and of they had, uh, that uh, their big their big player was uh, Jose Carbonell. 
Oh God, Jose Carbonell. I I have a good team for this uh, pro beach hockey league. Yeah. Uh, it, I'd call them the Queens, and oh, I'd just oh, no. <laughs> uh, sign a ton of Sean Averys because oh. those guys can't be too hard to find in uh, California. Get the but, fuck uh, out of here! And <laughs> a lot of sloppy seconds out there. Oh. Pat, Holy I, I shit! Disappointed I didn't. Looking at Jose Carbono, he had listen, <laughs> listen, he had sixty-eight points in fourteen games <laughs> in the RHI. Yeah. Yep, the Florida Hammerheads. I like that name. Calgary Rads. <laughs> R A D Z apostrophe Z. Uh, San Diego Barracudas. The Saint, I actually like the St. Louis Vipers. They had a, I think they had a pretty cool jersey, even though I can't see in St. Louis, but the Toronto Planets, the Utah Roller Bees, uh, Vancouver Voodoo, uh, Atlanta Fire Ants. There was actually a Las Vegas Coyotes roller hockey team. Uh, Buffalo Stampede, Chicago Cheetahs. The Cheetahs only lasted for two seasons, and they played in the uh, UIC Pavilion. Uh, oh, God, what a shithole that is. I actually played in there. They uh, back when they had yeah, hockey. That's back when UIC had actually ho- had hockey. I remember going to all the UIC Flame games. Yeah. You uh, know who didn't play in the UIC Pavilion? <laughs> who? Trump, because of those fucking asshole protesters. <laughs> oh, shut the fuck up. Uh, but yeah, the the old UIC Flames. That was a that yeah. was where uh, old P Stank got his love of hockey going. Yeah. Uh, I used to. I, I remember watching. I, I actually wanted to go to UIC to play because they had a hockey team back when it, back in the day. We got free tickets because uh, one of my friends from grade school, um, his dad was an assistant coach on the Flames basketball team. So for uh, hockey, we got the free tickets and everything. And my lovely fiance was UIC. She's an alumni of their engineering program. So I have been in the UIC pavilion many times for concerts and other. Events, uh, but they uh, they did they did this promo thing when uh, for the, before the first game of the I think I probably told this story before but for the Chicago Cheetahs and uh, the rink that I played at put together a team like kind of like an all star team or, or maybe it's just enough guys that said yes and uh, <laughs> so what they did is they had like four or five teams go there and play like this uh, like exhibition fucking game out on the rink before the uh the cheetahs played uh that was the first time i ever played on that kind of surface it was crazy but um we got to go in the locker room and check out the locker room they had like all the jerseys hung up and i'm like if you it's not like that anymore they don't do that for like any of these leagues you don't get your jerseys hung up in the locker room like you do in the nhl but that's it but then later down the road, the uh, the Chicago had the Blues men roller hockey team, and they played at the uh, Fox Valley rink, which is kind of more at the appropriate level for that league. But anyway, thank you, Mr. McBoy, for bringing up Pro Beach Hockey, Patrick's favorite league. It's the only one I could probably play in. <laughs> well, and that's debatable. Um, I'm sorry. Whose team won again in Pennsylvania? Oh, Jesus Christ. That's right. Why don't you take a train to Shuttyville? Is there anybody 
Who's still playing and who isn't playing? <laughs> All right, moving along. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, Shy Sox history. Um, what is more accurate, Stephen Birch's inane ramblings or an Etch-a-Sketch? Of course, an Etch-a-Sketch. Uh, why isn't Gate on a horse that's referring to Mr. William J. Lepetamain's, um Photoshop that he did for us the other day? To the Honorable William J. Lepetamine, Governor. <laughs> um... I actually was on a horse in the drawing, if you look closely. He said, apparently, that uh, he just thought it was some very skinny legs. Uh, there was no number three that he asked, and he said, was there a steak and shake in Cancun? No, there was not. There was a Burger King. I did see Burger King there. Um, and some McDonald's, yeah. 7-Eleven, too. Saw 7-Eleven there. Uh, can't, anything else? I don't think I read um, Ken Kallenbach says, if you're Vegas, um, let's see, do you accept the Kruger plus TVR or dare the Hawks protect TVR and take Hartman or panic? If the Hawks protect TVR to let Ryan Hartman go, they're stupid, but, um, I mean, really Vegas is in the driver's seat with this because they're going to take someone from the Blackhawks. You know they they have I think they have to take one person from every team. So, um, given the choice of Hartman or TVR, I'm going to keep Hartman. I think he's got more more long term potential, and uh, he basically fills a spot that I mean you could find depth third pair defenseman, which is basically what TVR is. I'm going to keep TVR just to piss people off. Oh God! Well, you would. You know what? Go fuck yourself. That's why you're not a coach. <laughs> um, like, ditto. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. Yeah, your your evaluation of talent too was pretty pathetic. <laughs> no, it was it was right on. Yeah, right uh-huh. on. What's that kid doing now that uh, beat me out for your goal? Yeah, washing cars for a living, probably. No, he yeah. is actually still playing. I know this for a fact. He is still uh-huh. playing. Sure, he is. I think it's in the Oakland Pavilion League. So wow, which is more than I could say from for our young Patrick here. Game over, man. It's game over. <laughs> I'm retired. That's all. Oh yeah, yeah. You're retired. Mm-hmm. Like Martin Havland, right? Forced um, into retirement. So you probably didn't see it then the other night. The Orioles announcer. Uh, Albert Pujols grounded out, and he proceeded to say, and Pujols is retarded instead of retired. <laughs> wow. That's from like three years ago, dude. No, it wasn't. Mm, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a little bit behind. Yeah. Fetrick's a little bit behind. I just saw it for the first time. That's all that matters. So that does it. Anyway, that does it for questions. Um I think that's pretty much it. That's all we have on our agenda for right now. <laughs> After six weeks, that's all we have. But it's been slow as far as Blackhawks. Nice <laughs> Nicely done. Oh, it's hilarious. That's something that you've got to get as, as a sound clip. I can very easily do that. Um, Didn't we offend enough people, or at least I offend enough people tonight? 
No, actually, I think Norton offended more people than you did. <laughs> I think he he holds the yeah. title. I was under the sea for most of the night. Yeah, well, you're too busy smuggling a catfish in your pants. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Is that exactly. a catfish in your pants, or you just can't be <laughs> Be careful, he's still a minor. Oh. And Patrick's still sending me private messages of uh, a certain things that need to be in the description. Weather girl, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, weather lady, not girl, lady, woman. I don't want to, I don't want to get the, uh, don't want to get that wrong. But anyway, um, again, I uh, wrapping things up. uh, You can find me on the Twitters, the Facebook, the Instagram, all at Puck and Hostel. You can find my colleagues here, my esteemed colleagues. Mr. Patrick is Patrick underscore Stankus, unless he mutes you or follows you or blocks you. Um, Our favorite Canadian, Mr. Atomic Froster, Mr. Slurpee, uh, is at Atomic Froster. You can actually find him on Instagram at at Atomic Froster as well. Uh, Mr. Norton is PD Norton 3 on the Twitters. Um, the shoutcast account is at Hawk Shout Shoutcast. Sorry, at Hawks Shoutcast. It's getting late. Um, I'm not going to bring up the store because I haven't been able to. I haven't had time to redo that yet. Uh, if you get a chance, <coughs> flex fit hat. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, I don't think you literally a just had flex... a month to do it and you didn't. Hey, I don't want to hear anything out of any of you because none of you did anything for a month, fuckers. Uh, some of us did an outline. <laughs> You did a portion of the outline. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Um, I, I'm hurt. If you get a chance, please head over and to right iTunes, up, rate and review us. Uh, we could use the rate and reviews. Uh, it will move us up higher on the charts. We will be suggested to more people. Um, thank you to everyone who's been downloading it. Clearly, someone has been sharing you know, the good news about the Shoutcast because uh, we, we did get a lot of downloads. Or maybe it was just uh, maybe it was just Double J that uh, brought in the fans. Nope. Catfish swim in schools, man. <laughs> um, I do want to give one special shout out on the Chicago Fanatics message board to uh, Mister whoever goes by the name of Ogie Oglethorpe. Yeah, he definitely uh, brought us up and says that he's been listening to us uh, a lot lately. So I want to thank him for that. And posting that out there, maybe, you know, him sharing that um, brought in some listeners, or maybe it didn't. (laughs) Probably more likely it didn't. Don't worry, nobody's listening anyway. But thank you anyway for bringing us up, and we appreciate you listening. I know there's, we only correspond with a certain small amount of people, you know, on Twitter and stuff, compared to, you know, the downloads and readers and everything like that. So I know, we know you're all out there. You may not make yourselves visible to us, but we, we, I want to really thank you all for listening and keeping us relevant. And, uh, yeah. Some of them just don't fit the criteria not to be banned from the podcast. That's all (laughs) we will. I I promise we will have more um, guests this summer. Um, you know, there are definitely people that like a bunch of people from Blackhawk up want to come on. So we're going to have them on. Um, Rumor is, too, we're going to possibly do a live shoutcast at Charles E. Cheese, and Charles E. Cheese himself may make a guest appearance. (laughs) 
I am going to attempt to try to do some kind of live podcast somewhere. Um, I have thrown it out there. Uh, you know, if you have suggestion of a place that might be, you know, convenient. I don't Chuck want, e. I, you know, I don't, yeah, figure it out and do it before, you know, I have to leave. I'm not going to Rockford, uh, unfortunately. Um, the, the chances are better that we are going to have a turnout if we keep it in the greater Chicagoland area. You know where we should do it? Oh, boy. Pro Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, nobody's listening anyway. <laughs> I Can we do some live game watches this year? Uh, Ooh, that's not a bad idea. Maybe. Yeah, because then you don't have to do a recap. You can just listen to our pissed offness. No, we could get my dad to do the recap. <laughs> or Double J. Or, uh, well, if we just figure out some way to do it so that there could be like a, a chat, like a text chat, and then us doing a live stream. Yeah, I think that would be really funny because uh, then possibly. our Canadian friend would be, you know, six minutes behind our stream. <laughs> celebrating no, 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 no. I get everything before you guys do. Yeah, because he's closer to the action where it all happens in Canada. Uh, it's possible. I mean, we, we, you know, people have requested that, you know, hopefully that we could maybe do a live stream of the actual podcast. It's a little sticky as far as. Uh, sticky? Kleenex yeah. go. As far as that setting it up and like, you know, but we may be able to pull it off and then post it as a podcast afterwards um I, yeah youtube does have a you know uh streaming now feature uh that can be done through uh uh google hangouts and things like that i don't know I, it's stuff I've, I, I have to look into which is part of the reason why we need a little bit of help on the recap so i can take time to to look into and test other things and uh get the store up and and working and uh things like that so uh, the other thing too, I mentioned, Patrick and I, God damn it, we're gonna be at the draft. I, I will drag him out of his fucking basement. So am I. Uh, I will be there on Friday. Mr. Norton be will be Saturday. there. Uh, Mr. If if you want to meet Derek Harms, he will be there. Uh, How can I avoid Derek Harms? <laughs> if you have Let's literally play a new game, <laughs> lots of people will be there. Uh, people that we correspond with on the podcast. I think I remember Double J saying he might be there. Maybe, maybe not. I may have misheard, uh, but it should be a good time. Um, you should host a meetup outside, like a bar out. Actually, near the Mr. Mr. Harms actually came up with a good idea, which was have a have a get together at Pequod's, which is far and away the best uh, Chicago deep dish pizza. I don't care. Yeah, I don't want to be waiting outside, though, You uh, well, pizza place for six hours yeah. before a draft. Well, it, a, yeah, it depends. It's um, amazing what, what uh, happens when Derek takes the hook out of his mouth. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, and then uh, the 25th of June, my graduation party, none of you guys are invited. So, Oh, good, I'll be in Iowa that weekend. It's the same weekend as the draft. I know, I won't be at the draft on Saturday. Sure. Well, I will be there I'll on be, Saturday. I will I'm be there on Friday. I'm going to talk the shit out. I will be at Prospect Camp for two to three days. I'm going to be When is Prospect also. Camp? They haven't... They, usually it's... Is it the week after the 4th of July? Um. Well, maybe. 
I don't. They haven't yeah, announced it, is. it yet. It always is because I he, thought he it was because the week after that. Usually, it's like a week or two after the draft. Uh, which and is the only reason I asked because the week after, yeah. and the convention's always my birthday week. Yeah. Uh, nobody cares. Okay. <laughs> I'm just letting you know that I know what's going on. Jesus. <laughs> is anybody listening? God help me. Uh, yeah, I think it's it's like yeah, like second or third week in second week in. Uh, July, maybe? Yeah. Yep, because I normally am off the week of, like, the 15th through the 22nd and whatnot. Yeah. I'm actually off the week before that. So there's a possibility I'll be back from Indiana, and we could go on Thursday. Well, usually I take, like, two or three days. Sometimes I'll skip. Sometimes I'll go, like, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, something like that. And I just said I would go on Thursday. I know. Sometimes I don't. The Friday isn't always God that. Damn it! Would you listen? <laughs> the Friday is actually a decent one to go to because the actual big name prospects actually play in a scrimmage. So you know, maybe I would do Monday, Thursday, Friday. I don't know, whatever. But I'm gonna t- hit two to three, at least two to three days up at the prospect camp. So if you're going out to that, let me know. I'd be glad to say hi. Or maybe I'll hide from you. I don't know. Uh would well, be certainly, hard for you to hide. I certainly know that if Patrick's there, he's going to be hiding somewhere. So, because he's just Mr. for that. Now I'm not going. Because <laughs> he's Mister Social. Anti-social. Uh, all right. So that being said, um, I think I've given all my shout-outs and all that stuff. Um, Pat, how what do you got? You got any shout-outs? You got anything you want to bring up that we missed? Um, a shout-out to everybody for uh, who reached out during our hiatus and asked where the hell we were and when are we coming back. Clearly, kind of they felt pretty cool to feel wanted for for change, <laughs> or clearly unlistened to, or not listened yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, shout out to all you great peeps out there. How do you like that? Them apples. Yeah. Um, and my apologies if I sound nasally tonight. My allergies are really bothering me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was fun. That's all. Shout out to Deviant Hockey too. I need them. I need my plug <laughs> for your free your free swag. Yep. Yeah. Buy the Jesus Saves shirt. It's great. <laughs> I like my Jesus Slaves shirt better, but yeah. A shout out to Catfish too. Yeah. <laughs> um, Brian, you got anything you want to shout out? No. <laughs> I can hear you sniffling. You're. I think your allergies are having a problem too. Yeah, I'm yeah. right there. I'm with you guys. Yeah, in Chicago, I, I fucking I'm dying. I had to like load up on all kinds of sh- fucking medicine. Um, Mr. Norton, Mr. shout out to Pollen for showing us who the real <laughs> men of the world are. There you go. Nicely Clearly, done. Clearly, uh, Mr. Stankus is not one of them. Nicely done. Uh, and that's about it. Uh, thanks for listening. Shout out to your high school. Uh, oh. A Don't be a out. meathead. All right, turn it off, boys. <laughs> One last shout out. Yeah, shout out way. to Banana Republic for Cheryl Scott's wonderful dress tonight. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> oh yeah, right. and thank thank you to uh, Gate for coming out to my softball game a couple weeks ago. Uh, that was a that only lasted pretty like, interesting. It was couldn't even see over the bleachers. That it only lasted two innings because you guys fuck you guys slaughtered them. So it was perfect. I come out yeah. there, I see two innings, I go home. Yeah, it was pretty funny, Pat. Pat, you were gonna come, and then you were like, "Oh no, it's gonna rain. I don't want to risk having to come out of my basement for thirty minutes." <laughs> I was actually, 
I was actually hanging out with Uncle Roosevelt that night, but whatever. Should have brought him along. Uh, yeah, sometimes you know. So, sometimes he needs to get the blood flowing. <laughs> I think he's been handicap equipped, so. <laughs> Don't get cocky, fuck nuts. Real hard to climb into a Jeep when you got stumps and sweat. And let's say Jeep is a relative term. You don't have a traditional type of Jeep. You have one of the little SUV type of Jeep. Don't 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 don't, don't, don't be run using that Jeep term so loosely, Mister. Okay, first of all, you know you enjoy because it it's got the blackout package on it. That is How long would it have taken Uncle Roosevelt to get to my softball game on his motor scooter? Uh, about as long as it would have taken Ron Santo to run the first base after the diabetes analysis. <laughs> All right. That being said, thanks everybody Stumping for Santo. <laughs> thanks everybody for listening and supporting us. Good night. Don't be a meathead. It was really fun. I wish I could just hug you all, but I'm not gonna. Well, vive la fucking France, man! you would excuse us we need to get to bed hello it is ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day couldn't we just to make up for things like sitting in traffic doing the dishes counting your steps you know all the mundane stuff that is why i'm such a big fan of chumba casino chumba casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.